Why? What happened? I don't know. They always start, like, they send stuff to me, and then three weeks later, I get like a, oh, you actually owe us this much as well. I don't know what it's about because I always pay to get it in, but there's additional charges, so I'm just kind of. I get that too. Like, they're bro- they're brokerage fees. That's what they are. Okay, I have no idea how it works. So when you have- when you get something from overseas, they have to broker it into the country. So then they they charge you that fee. Ah. Uh, yeah. And then they do they because they do tell you they're like oh we might have to. Uh, you know, charge you more later, but I've never had them actually do that. And then literally, yeah. I've just got a couple of letters through. And I really hate, I dislike having like overheads, like anything like that. I know, I know. You know, it's just uh, it's a stress thing, even though it's like minor and it's so easy to deal with. I can literally just pick up the phone and get that done in a minute. But yeah. I know. <laughs> are you the kind of guy that pays your bills like the minute you get them, or do you let them sit around? Oh, straight away, straight away. Yeah. Like, I like everything done, paid uh, out of the way, and then no stress, and then I don't have to think about it. Yeah, that's how I am too. A, re- a really simple, clean month ahead. I, I hate having anything like that. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. I'm just eating some chicken and rice. I am eating while we're here just because my day's been messed up because obviously I was meant to travel today. Um, mm. I was meant to go and train with my friend Av Bells, who anyone who listens to the podcast probably might know. Yeah. Have you had Anthon? You've had I don't Anthon, think right? I don't think I've had Anthon, no. Oh, okay. So is, Anth, is, is Ant the guy, does he have... Um, is he a diabetic? Yes. Yes. And he has all, I was going to have him on and have a, a talk with him about insulin and mm. how that affects him and how it affects people that aren't diabetics and blah, blah, blah. Because even though I don't use insulin, I figured it might be useful for people that do use insulin or if there's any diabetics listening. Man, I can imagine there's a lot of diabetics that listen to this. So, you know, if they're looking to venture down a certain road and they need advice, I imagine he's a sound person to talk to. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I was meant to go see him today. Got literally on my train. Yeah. Sat down, put my food down, took a picture on my way, mate. And then Tanoi goes off. Uh, sorry, guys, the uh, train's cancelled because there's damage to the overhead uh, cables. Oh. So literally, I got up to. I was I was ready to rock. I was ready to rock. I was going to have a day out. I wouldn't have been back till late tonight, so I was going to have to miss today. So. Yeah, but their their loss is our gain. So now we have. This is you. what I think. I, well, I was wondering if it was like God's plan. Yeah. Ian, what's up, man? How are you? Yes, how you doing? Got a good tan going there? Hard to do, yeah. I'm getting pretty dark now. Is that a spray tan or are you going to the booth every oh, day? This is, this is bed tan, yeah. This is no oh, spray tan. Man, you're white as fuck and now you have this tan and that's from bed tan. You must be tanning like every day. Yeah, they're closed Sundays. I've gone six days a week for three weeks straight. How long do you go? Like the full max time I, that you can go? I maxed out on the strongest bed as of today. <laughs> The level six bed for the max time. (laughs) It's working. I've never seen like a white, white guy get that dark. Yeah, no, I'm going to keep doing it right till I leave. I'm just going to get as dark as I can. Is there any uh, MT2 in there? Any melanotan on the Uh, I did one one bottle when I started, before I started tanning, just to like, so that I didn't have that like awkward, like kind of half burn phase. Yeah. So I just like loaded the first bottle, which would have been like maybe a month ago. And then I started tanning three weeks ago. It, it works so well. It works. I did it once back in the day, and this, this, this is ginger. Yeah, it went black. It yeah, literally went black. <laughs> yeah, it was like same. It was like yours, for It was the same yeah. color. I know. Well, I, got- I have a big birthmark on my side, and when I'm normal, you can literally barely see it. And when I take Milano tan, it gets like black. Like it's such. Yeah. I look like I have a huge spot on my side. Can yeah, you yeah. See? Look. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. There it is. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't use that shit because I got like these fucking marks, like they're genetic. Yeah, yeah. And when yeah. I use it, my fucking my skin gets all fucked up. So I just yeah. tan instead. Yeah. So I just did that one bottle just to like break the so I don't have to, 
you know, do the awkward kind of little burn, small beds, like, you know, yeah. I just got Lobster. that in and I could hop right into the first beds and I never burned right off the bat. And I just like increased yeah. time in beds as I went. So what's going on? The show's in two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks uh, tomorrow. Two, yeah. two weeks tomorrow. Two more, two weeks yeah. from tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And I fly out a week from today. I go, go down. Wow. The you don't have to do any quarantine when you get there or anything, do you? No, just when I return home. Yeah. So are you fucking, are you starting to get like amped up or what? Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking good. And I'm, I'm looking better every day. So like the, the excitement gets more and more every day. So um, I'm just, I'm like ready to, ready to get up there, you know? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. I saw this today and I have to ask you about it. Uh, okay. So you posted this. Yeah. Patrick posted it. So I posted it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you posted this. Look at the striations, right? Yeah. Okay, now I, already I, already, I already know what you're going to say. Now look, now you pose, striations are gone. Yeah, but if I squeeze my glutes all the way in, I'll lo- like you can't see well from this angle, I lose like six inches of adductor. I know, dude, but I'm telling you, I think it matters more. He I don't likes know. It. He, he likes the walnut. I'll send, I'll send you a pic. I'll, I'll post one where I'm completely fine. I know what you're saying. You're talking about this right here, right? For people yeah. listening, you're talking about this muscle. Yeah. I mean, people, people know what the adductor is, but you're just so i can you're showing like this extra thickness in here yeah so i'm doing the i'm gonna flex them first obviously to showcase the striations yeah and then pop the hips back to try and get more width which is working so i mean, I, I, I haven't decided i mean like look I, I can see my glutes look ridiculous so obviously i want to showcase that the most yeah. i can at the olympia i think condition like that and like it's going to be on stage is is going to shine through big time um so, i just wor- worry that even if you show them that while you're standing in a lineup with three or four or five other people, if they're all pulling forward and you're not, your glutes are going to look smoother compared to theirs in a, in a, in that final shot. Like when the, when you're actually in the shot. I understand. But like, this is what Lucas does is pop his hips back without flexing his glutes. And it's like, obviously he does it better than me, but I mean like that's people go, wow, for that. Yeah. But, but Lucas's ass is so big or he has so much control over it. Well, I don't know. Like I'm, it's a compliment, I guess, but, mm-hmm. or he has so much control over it that even when he pulls his glutes back, you can still see the, all the striations. Yeah. So I'm these, just, are, these no, I'm, are these are the important que- these are the important questions in bodybuilding. This is good to pull this up because well, look, I completely understand you know. it from both perspectives, and I, I think the longer I practice it and more control I get, I'll be able to flex them while popping the adductors better. Okay. Yeah, um, I don't know if I'm there yet, and if I don't think I have the right balance at the Olympia, I'll probably flex them. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, like certain shots, like on my back, relaxed. Popping in like makes it look a hundred times better. Because once yeah. I reach my, it's when I put my hands up, then I lose the, the tension more. Sure. Um, so like in a in a shot like the 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 front back relaxed, I can have them popped and flexed quite well. Mm-hmm. And for mm-hmm. that, it makes my legs look fucking gigantic. So it there, it's an absolute gain. My mm-hmm. back double is the one I'm on the fence with. So I understand what you're saying, and I completely agree. Yeah. With I just you. I just more want to bring it up for people watching because I don't know. I, I completely agree. Yeah. I mean, and I had people message me. From both sides of the coin. Um, go ahead, James. I was going to say, because I get a very similar issue, but from the front. Yeah. So if I look down at my legs, I can flex my quads and they're straighted all the way to the top. And once you reach up, but you lose that. Yeah. Reach up, they go. And that's why people are like, where's the lines in your legs sometimes, James? Yeah. It's just it's just when my hip, it depends on where my hips are sitting. Yeah. It's really I, weird, but I, I, I get that. I do get that. You guys think that's a flexibility issue? Because when I... My stomach, for example, right? When I did this last prep, everybody's like, hey, your stomach looks a lot smaller, blah, blah, blah. Um, when I pull up for a front double bicep, 
my fucking stomach comes out. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like a, a distension, but it just looks like no, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. tight through the hips and the psoas and stuff like that. Yes. So I think that's what it's part so of it's, pain, the hip, the pushing the hips back while elongating yeah. the horse. That's yeah, right. I, and I, I understand for sure. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm with how my glutes are looking now and the amount of size I've gained on my legs this prep, uh, especially from the back, I'm definitely erring on the side of flexing them. Um, you know, the conditioning is, is really good and the, the muscularity is there. Even without pushing the hips back, my adductors and hamstrings are good enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it, it can go both ways. I mean, because go back to my Instagram and yes. I see, I, I posted one a couple, like a week or so ago where I'm flexing them first thing in the morning. See that one. We're here. Yeah. See, I'm not yeah, see, the back. See, I think that looks way better. Yeah. I know you're, I, I know you're, there. I know you're trying to get that extra like disconnection here. Yeah. But I'm telling you, this looks better. Yeah. I, 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 I can agree with you. Look at this yeah. picture. And, and that's why like, it's like, eh, you know, I've been kind of playing with both. Like here, obviously I hit it one way. And then I, a week later mm-hmm. I hit it another way. I think but, it makes, you know what the other thing is too, it makes your hips look smaller and your legs look bigger. Here. Yes. I definitely, I get, I, I get, because watch, like, see your when you pull it yeah, in, your angle is obviously a lot closer and higher, so it's I know, amazing. yeah, but I, I know, but watch, see how much, see now how much, look how much space your glutes take up. Yeah, this is such a weird podcast. Really, looking at your ass for like fucking ten I, minutes. I just basically, I, you're gonna have to. Awesome. You're, this is gonna go from did you see my deadlift to did you see my ass? Yeah, that's <laughs> you're gonna have to create a new shirt. That's a new shirt. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I feel like there's a dramatic difference because yeah. when you pull the glutes together, your glutes look smaller, your hip looks smaller, and then the quad pops off and every, this all looks thicker. Yeah. So yeah, anyway. No, I'm, I'm, I'm on the same page as you for sure. So, I mean, it's... You know, other, than, other, than, uh, other than that, how's everything going? Everything good? Are you, feel, are you craving anything? Are you just focused? You don't care about food? Like, how's that all going? Uh, I have, it's funny, and I don't know if you guys are the same with this. I find, and I don't know if this is a boredom thing when you're not training, maybe we would discuss this. I find the only days I feel hungry and like craving and antsy is the days I don't train. Yeah. I get like that too. Because your caloric expenditure is more on the train days. You'd feel it more, but it's the opposite. Yeah. Like the days I don't train, I'm like so antsy. I'm starving. All I do is think about food, but then I train. It's like, "Ah, I'm good. I could, I could train for six hours and be completely depleted, but I don't think like I'm not craving and you know, are you, let me ask you this. Do you have a lot of errands and stuff to run on your days off? Are you chilling at home? Uh, no, like today's a day off and I've been like running around pretty good. But you're still feeling that hunger? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I was going to say like, more more towards the evening, like three meals, like coming like four five, six PM. Then I'll definitely start to feel it. Um, but no, I mean, I, I feel good. I mean, my, my mental acuity is very good. I mean, I feel sharp as a tack when I'm hungry, you know, I feel like super like, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and really productive, which I like, I mean, especially now, like we've got the shirts moving, we got a bunch of stuff we're trying to do for our renos and, uh, you know, so there's a lot to be done. So I'm happy I'm in a productive state, not like yeah. tired fucking want to sleep on the couch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, well, he's not be fucking useless. I'll say this about the rest days when I'm kind of, what you said is like when you get hungry when you, at six o'clock, when you have nothing to do, mm-hmm. I think that's what it is about training days. Cause for me, like my training days, I'm either training after two or three meals. Yes. So it's almost like I get a couple meals in and I go train. That takes a few hours and I get back. I don't know. And then I refuel. I don't really feel, I feel like it breaks up the day and everything's structured properly. Yeah. I feel like when my day is not structured with training, it's just, everything's all over the place. And that's when I start thinking about food more. Yeah. The the lengthier a day feels, the worst it is. Definitely like 
you know, like an, an average day compartmentalized into like two sections. Yeah. Pre-training, post-training. That's right. When there's no training, you get to that pre-training time and then you're like, hmm, training's not happening. And it just drags. And then the only thing you can think about is fucking food. I, I know. I'm the same. Isn't it weird? It takes time. Because like, by the time you eat your pre-workout meal and then get to the gym, train, get home, eat your post, it might be four or five hours. Yeah. Six hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Where, like now you're just spacing them out every two hours. And like, you know, the other day I found myself like I'm a late like I'm a late in the day kind of guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like the other day I was done all my meals and ready to go to bed at like nine 30. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? <laughs> I didn't know what to do with myself. I'm like, if I go to bed now, I'm going to be up at 4am yeah. like ready to go. And I yeah. went to bed at 10. I was up at three 34 o'clock, like ready to party, you know? Yeah. You know what I used to yeah. do? I would like when I'm dieting like that hard two weeks out, I would wake up at like four or five, six in the morning. Right. I would sit up on my computer on purpose and go through emails, client emails, whatever, for like two or three hours before I even went and did my cardio. Yeah. Just to delay my first meal. Yeah. Well, like I, I did. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. It's okay. Like this morning, I, I was up early, like five thirty, six o'clock kind of time, um, which is really early for me. So, so I got up and I just got up, did some stuff on my phone, like answered some client stuff. And then I just laid down on the couch and put a movie on. I fell back asleep till 930. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then I ate, and then I got up and did my cardio then, and then I did, ate my first meal at like ten thirty kind of thing. So I've seen yeah, I think, I think the worst thing you can do is start the cardio. If you start that cardio earlier, then meal one has to start early. Then the day yeah. you're gonna do the same shit as yesterday. Then you're yeah. and, it's always, and you're then you're in that cycle of I'm getting earlier and earlier. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, I'm, I'm not someone that needs to sleep a ton anyways. Like I'm even in the off season, I'm not like I need an eight nine hour kind of like I can be five six hours and I feel great. So. Yeah. Once I get even more antsy into prep, it becomes even less that I need. So mm -hmm. if I start going to bed at like eight o'clock, nine o'clock, I'll be up at midnight, you know? <laughs> Let me ask you this. And this is, for, this, this is for the people listening, not for you, because you have a structured thing with Patrick. But if you, if let's say that happens to the average person, would it make more sense to eat their first meal when they got up, but split up a couple meals, like shave a few hundred calories off of each meal and add a seventh or eighth meal? You could do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Like, wouldn't that make more sense for people than just starving? Yeah. yeah. For I think sure. that's wise. I think that's very wise. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. Going back to the rest day thing. Don't you think it's weird that your body builds a pattern? Like at, at, at two o'clock, my body knows it's time to go yeah. to the gym. Yeah. It's yeah. like my mind, my energy, my body, like everything's kind of primed for two o'clock. Yes. Like it just, I don't know if that's something you develop or if that's something that, are we, do we have the most energy at that time of the day or is no, that I think it's habit. a developed pattern habit in your body obviously knows prepares itself to have that kind of stress output put on it around that time. So it starts to like, you know, get your nervous system engaged and get things engaged. So it probably gets into that routine of being prepared yeah. for that scenario. You know, it's, do you think that's like that rhythm It's called saying rhythm, isn't it? Like your body yeah. builds a rhythm and, and then it's kind of, yeah, like you say, expects a certain, activity output at a certain time of day and it's becomes accustomed to a, a certain format but is that physiological or mental like is our body both. doing it or is our brain like hey it's time absolutely both yeah i think so eh? yeah. interesting so have you looked at the competitor list and are you like everybody else on earth that's normal and been like i'm gonna beat this guy and that guy and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of, course. of course you know you know obviously you don't want to talk about that i don't care i mean so I what don't... so tell me where do, well, I don't want to say where do you think you're going okay, to Okay, I'll, I'll go from this end. I, I, Are you going to be second tier or first tier? That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, six, there's six guys I think I absolutely cannot beat. After that, I think it's a couple guys, if they go 
really, really off and I'm really, really on. And then it really depends there. Like, I think absolute best case, like someone fucks up and I'm like at my all time best, like, you know, stars align. I could be seventh. And I think I'm kind of more like in the 11th to 9th, you know? Do you know how fucking, do you know how impressive that is? Can you? Well, can I, don't, I don't, I'm not saying I think that's going to happen. No, 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 no. I'm just, I just want to give people some perspective and of, of what it, can you imagine? Like, I think people talk about it really, fl- I've said this before. People talk about it really flippantly. Like, oh, he's fucking going to be 10th. Yeah. Can you imagine being in fucking 10th in the fucking world? And yeah, like, it's because I, I think of this in any other sport. Like when you think of it in any yeah. other thing, it's such like a ridiculous thing. And in bodybuilding, it's, you're right. It seems like yeah. it's almost like, you know, like yeah. if you were, if you were, you know, the top 10, one of the top 10, like formula one drivers or golfers, or if you're a top 10, you know, anything tennis anything. players, if you're 10th ranked in tennis or something. You're a fucking superstar. If you were right the, te- if you were the 10th best restaurant in the world, you would yeah. have, you'd have bookings for three months in advance to get in. You're booking for three years oh. in advance. <laughs> Like, but it's crazy in bodybuilding like ah he's 10th yeah yeah, like, yeah second tier i don't know why yeah. exactly yeah but i see as well like if you were 10th in any other sport like you say you would have every endorsement in the world yeah you'd, you'd, like, you'd be like, rocking a rolex you'd be rocking a rolex you'd be wearing a i don't know like yeah. you know that's what i mean you wouldn't olympic final in like the 100 meter you know like that's like you you are in the elite of the elite of the elite you know like top 10 mm-hmm. like making an olympic final something like that's just like crazy you know i don't think the money i don't think the money is as much what bothers me because you know bodybuilding is a small viewership so we expect the money to be smaller Mm -hmm. but it's just the even the people that watch including myself i've done it i've done it i've been like ah he's gonna be 12 yeah but then when you stop and think you're like wait a minute 12 12. there's only 11 people on the planet yeah. That <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> out of the you know so many yeah. people that do amateur shows the pro shows that over all these years and that turned pro and got to this level and it got to the olympia this is in the yeah. 10, top 10 you know yeah yeah so okay so let's go back and, and get a little more specific without getting sure. you in tr- without getting you in trouble sure there is no trouble <laughs> <laughs> who who did you mean when you said if they were really off who are you talking about like, I mean, I think someone if like Roly is like crazy yeah. off, he could slip or Dexter's yeah. getting old. He could slip. Yeah. Um, I don't, but wait a minute on the Dexter thing. <laughs> I, Dexter's not off. Like, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, this is the only thing I'm going to say. I think in Dexter's, because Dexter is Dexter, I think I they'll only let him slip so far and they'll give him a certain spot. I agree. But I mean, right? he was sixth last time, wasn't he? What a yeah, year, but I think it's the last time. Yeah, but I think it's his last year, so I don't think they're going to yeah. put him in like 10th. Okay, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm not debating that. I can agree yeah. with you. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think, yeah, like a, a really off Roly, um, you know, could slip down. Uh, a really off Rami could slip down. Um, you know, I can't ever see someone like Bonac being out of shape. I can't see Hottie being out of shape. I can't see Phil or Brandon slipping whatsoever. Um, so, you know, those guys are definitely a lock in that top five. And after Wait that, a minute. You said a 70% Rami was like third at the Olympia. <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's, he's got to be 60 so you're saying he's got to be 60 percent so okay, 45 percent okay. <laughs> yeah. crazier things have i love it i love it <laughs> okay so no, look i don't th- i don't think i could beat an off randy i'm just saying these are the kind of I'm guys just, that i think can slip i'm yeah, just fucking i'm just fucking yeah. with you man so because yeah, i think when i'm looking at like guys like bonac even when they're a little off they're still like peeled out of the mind awesome yeah, yeah. yeah. A bad bonac or a bad potty or a bad yeah. bill you know yeah yeah like yeah. The worst Phil ever was still second at the Olympia, debatably, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I um, I, like Rami and and Roly, I think that those are the kind of guys that can be 
as high as first or second, but as low as seventh or eighth. Yeah. Could I say, this is what I'm going to say. We'll put you in the first tier. My, 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 my ranking system, right? Cause my, <laughs> so there is a second crop of guys that, cause somebody asked on a previous podcast, who do you have between like six and 10? Mm-hmm. And there's a second crop of guys. It's like you, Hunter, Juan Morel, um, yeah. Justin, yeah. Akeem, uh, Justin does all these guys. So I think if you can beat all of those guys, it yes. elevates you into that. That's really where I, I, that's where I like when I said there's a, a first set of guys, and I think if I can, you know, be the best next one. After. That. Yeah. Yes, so yes, like yes. there's that kind of like elite elite group of that top six, seven, eight, whatever it is. I think if I can be the next best after those like typical, you know, yeah, these Randy's, yeah. you know, whatever, yeah. Um, yeah. that would be like the best, the best. Because I feel like, I feel like, like, because obviously you have these different, this year's already been a success because you have the, the New York win. Yeah. But there's, if you want a second tick, like there's one, you, there's another success that can be there definitely. And that would be, that would certainly be what you consider to yourself a success, wouldn't it? If you yeah. come in, and that, that, like you say, that second mate group of names that we're saying, that if you can come out on top of those group, you've then – I feel that you've stepped up even from a New York win. Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and, that, and that's, what, that's the goal, isn't it? The goal well, is because, to, yeah. because if you think about it, the New York win was amazing, but he didn't beat Akeem or Hunter. So now he's got a chance to yeah, beat those two guys. This, and yeah. put, yeah, put, himself, yeah, yeah. put himself above those guys too. Yeah, definitely, and definitely. The other thing, I think people who are watching, some of them probably realize it. Some of them aren't avid bodybuilding fans, so they don't know, but – bodybuilding is very incremental so like every year i think when some people hear somebody say i want to be top five at the nationals their first their first nationals they get mad at them they're like why don't you want to win Mm -hmm. i think because real bodybuilders know that you have to get in and then move up from there unless you're a phenom i think i think what i think what ian has a chance to do right now is say okay look i'm the best of this group and next year when i come back i'm gonna fucking be the in the in the hunt you know what i mean well, yeah. It's like you know, it's like the football. You know the football leagues, like how if you if you win your league, then you get promoted to the league above. It's yeah. the cusp. It's almost like the cusp. Yeah. If you win that, yeah, he's on that line. Yeah. Come out, yeah, 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 and then you get promoted into that top tier, like you say that that the you top tier, the top tier. Well, yeah. it's it's like we're talking about. There's one top tier, and then. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I did the Olympia in 2018, I was the definite best and and won the last the the call out i was in the third yeah. or fourth yes. call, whatever it is. Yeah. so yeah. i was moving to this last group there in the center and that was with sergio uh michael lockett juan uh those kind of guys right justin yes. um you know and i was i won that grouping so that was do like you feel, do you feel like you feel like that's already done yeah so, so i was the run. best i was the best of the third tier okay <laughs> <laughs> so this this is my opportunity now that you know i think i've stepped into that next group to put yeah. myself in that same spot I was in 2018, but one group up. Yeah. You know? Nice. That's well, the opportunity to do such, yes. That's how I always looked at it when I was competing. I, I, I always had my eye on certain people. Like, I always considered Juan Morel mm-hmm. uh, to be the top of the second tier. Like, my, my ranking system. Whatever you guys say, <laughs> that's fine. But, that, but whatever you want to call it, the second group, right? Because Juan Morel has always been, like, there. Like, he's right yeah. there. He just hasn't necessarily – beaten like a Rami or a you know anybody like at the very top yeah, yeah so yeah. I always like when I competed I'd be like I want to beat Juan Morel not because I dislike Juan Morel but he was just that measuring stick mm-hmm. yeah that, that, one? I don't think no I was I was I I felt like I should have beat him at the Arnold's when I competed last but I because my physique was a little off I think they gave they gave him fifth I got sixth 
shit, I'm one and oh, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when did you beat Juan? At the Olympia 2018. What? Oh, yeah, that's right. Where did he place? Uh, two spots below me. Well, you've already established that you took my title as best Canadian. So I've already <laughs> relinquished it. We're not competing anymore. Yeah. But um, anyway, no. Uh, I'm happy for you, man. It's, it's fucking great. And you know what's really awesome? I think I don't think people get a chance to listen to this kind of stuff. So you're like, mm. people are like getting a chance to kind of hear how we talked in the back room kind of thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Definitely. But no, really, I'm just looking at this as, as just a really, really big opportunity. You know, I think this is a huge opportunity for me to really move myself up a level like we've just discussed. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we're, me and Patrick are doing everything in, in our power to make sure that, you know, come day, game day, I'm at my absolute best and, you know, let the chips fall where they may. I mean, I'm not mm. saying I'm going to be sixth or 10th or 12th or whatever. I, I have no idea. I mean, you know, yeah. as long as I improve from New York, which I know I will be, I mean, it's going to be a good showing for me. Um, you know, so, but other than that, it's just a great opportunity to really, you know, solidify my name as kind of that next tier of guys, right? Is there, is there, is there one guy like, you know, like I just mentioned, like when I did the Arnold's, I wanted to beat one and not again, not because it was anything personal, but mm -hmm. he, he, for me, he was a, a line I had set for myself. Is there somebody yeah. that you look at and you're like, I got to beat that guy? Yeah. Well, obviously Hunter. I mean, Hunter's the only guy to have beaten me this year. Yeah. Uh, in 2020. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I obviously want to, you know, have my... Try to my redeem that. My redemption. redemption thing. Yeah. Um, you know, so I guess him, him and Akeem are the only guys in the lineup in that, like, next group that we said that I haven't beat before. You know, yeah. I beat Dustin, I beat Max, I beat everyone else in there. Juan, I beat, you know, all these other guys I beat at some point. Whether they were worse or better than they are now, it's irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but those are the only two guys. I've never competed against Akeem before. Um, and I'm, I'm Owen one against Hunter. So this is, those would be the two guys that I would really like to put behind me. And that, that also in itself does what we said of solidifying myself yeah. up that tier. So it's kind of yeah. like yeah. one and the same, right? I'm interested to see both of you stand next to Akeem. I'm really curious to see what you and Hunter look like next to Akeem. Cause Akeem, Akeem is like the, the black James. I would like to see very, very heavily. <laughs> I would like to see black. Hunter. I'd like to see me, Hunter, Akeem, and Roly all stand next to each other. I don't feel like Roly fits in that group if he's, no, if, I, he's I, at, I if he's at his best. I'm not saying he fits in it. I'm just saying I'd like to see where us three, yeah. Yeah. Beats, that are all a little different, stack yeah. up next to someone like Roly. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you want to use Roly, Roly's musculature. Use his. It's the gauge from his musculature. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. know, because yeah. I don't look at myself like I'm not like I don't want to stay. I don't care to stand next to Brandon. Like I'm. That's not a physique. I'm going to be like, oh, let's see how I look to Brandon. We're completely opposite. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. I'm yeah. not known as like a shape guy or a bubble Children guy. Or a guy. <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm a muscularity and conditioning guy like James is, you know. Um, and and Roly is a, a muscularity guy and that's, you know, really known for that. So I'd really like to see where my structure and size is now stacking up to someone like Roly, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think they do a good job and I hope they do again this year of you know, usually when they get the first call out, they'll leave out the top three or something. And then usually the, they compare everybody, yeah. you know, the first and the second group, they'll compare the rest of the guys. So maybe you'll get that chance. You know what I mean? Like it'd be interesting to see. Yeah. No, I'd like that. Yeah. You just never know. It's just the bad thing is you just don't know. Like you just don't James, have a clue. James, how do you feel chomping at the bit? Because you're like. I, I feel fine because I'm really content with knowing that I've, I can sit on my ass right now, play my PlayStation 5 and wait. I know, but you, but be honest. Isn't there part of you no, that's honestly, like... Honestly, I, I would love to do exactly what Ian's doing. I'd love to go yeah. there and really finally... Um, to find out where at the end of this year I stand currently. Yeah. 
but 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 I'm kind of I, I feel that like with Ian is in his bodybuilding ahead of where I am in his career with his achievements. Yeah. So I'm not I don't mind the backseat for a minute because I think next year I'll kind of be where Ian is this year. No, no, it's not. I'm not saying anything about the backseat. Um, I'm not saying about the backseat. No, no, but that's that's, the, but that's that's how I feel. Like I don't, I feel I feel really happy to watch people I know compete and just kind of analyze from the sideline and just try to put together a plan. I, don't I guess feel I, too, I'm not like oh I need to be there. No, no, no. I don't mean it that way. I guess I just mean mm. like even talking to Ian about it and seeing the tan on his face. I'm like, yeah, do I miss it? I got a right four. Now, I got a formula to plan to get back. <laughs> like it yeah, just no. It's, um, it's a thing, right? Like you just. I think if I think if you've been a bodybuilder for a long time, I think. I don't know. I wonder. I wonder how some of these guys that have retired. Like I wonder how Dorian Yates. Well, maybe he's oh, Dorian, achieved, maybe, yeah, maybe he's achieved uh, so much that he doesn't care. But Dorian, bad example. Yeah, bad bad example. Well, no, but Dorian was heavily depressed after his retirement because it was forced. Yeah. That's true too. That's true too. So, so you know, so he probably I, did. He go must through have it. really suffered. Yeah, he yeah. must have really suffered for a long time as well. But I wonder if somebody. Um, I wonder if somebody who maybe didn't achieve such quite enough. I wonder if they look, you know, and they go, "Fuck, I wish I could." Or is it just because I'm still kind of close, or I'm like I still think about it? I wonder if, like, when the when you fully retire, if you just don't care anymore. Maybe, maybe that's all it yeah. is. Maybe yeah. this is your own kind of feelings towards it. Yeah, it, like, it is my. It is. It's totally my own. Push, you just you just pushing them on me, bro. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not pushing them on you anymore, Jay. I'm just. No, no, I know. I'm I just know. having the conversation out loud. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I can really. I understand where James. If I was in James' position too, I mean, I would obviously you you'd want to be there and be excited, but I wouldn't be like, "Ooh, I need to be there," because I mean. He's got that opportunity already lined up for next year. You you know you proved yourself as a top. You you made leaps and bounds this year. You yeah. set your name in there. You know you really you know moved up that into that next echelon. And now you have an entire to improve and really make a, a stamp at the Olympia, right? So I mean, yeah. And as you know, Ian, like these things don't happen without a massive conversation. Yeah. You know, like the words with the team. You know, you sit down and you speak with Patrick and. You know, you've discussed every possible route, and it's just that this route is the most common sense and the most smart one to do for us. Yeah. Okay. What, what about that's all you can do? Is it? Okay. Fine. I'm going to put some more feelings on you, James. What about this? What about when the show happens? Because this has happened to me. So I've skipped the show for whatever reason. Then the show happens, and you look at it, and you're like, "Fuck! I could have been okay. this place or that place." Is that going to happen oh, or no? It, it, you never know. What, a lot of people could come in really bad. You just don't know. Um, like if it, let's but, say let's say you watch the Olympia and like half the guys are <laughs> off, are you gonna look and go, "Fuck, I could have been like fifth Yeah, maybe because of the the, the financial game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, that's true. I would have been, yeah. been like that. That check would have been nice right now. Yeah. Um, you could also look at that from the other end. Then maybe he would have gone. James might have been off. You know, like yeah. exactly. Yeah. I could end up off, yeah. or you know, and yeah. then you you kill like that steamrolling of a year that you know momentum you have. You right? kill the you kill yeah, the hype. That, yeah. that, and that, that's that's what it was. Like I had this discussion, you know, with many people, and it's like. Right now, I just want to keep my stock where it's up yeah. and go away and then just make sure the next time it's kind of the same kind of... Because yeah. I'm very confident all the time it will continue to go in that trajectory. I just didn't know... I didn't feel like it's as likely to keep going in that trajectory when the current circumstances of everything in the world from where I am in the world and where I live didn't really meet. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? You know what? Uh, hype, or as you say, stock, is a is a real thing. Like, you... Because I remember when I took third at the flex pro i wanted to wait i was like i don't want to do anything right now i'll do something else later in the year hold i'm holding this, this yeah because i'm like I, I i just beat dennis wolf right so i'm gonna fuck it up like i'm ride this shit out right yeah. and then uh honey was like no we should do the arnold's and it was two weeks later and i'm like honey 
I do the Arnold's and I get my ass kicked, my stock goes from fucking here to here. I'm like, <laughs> let's just ride it out. Cause I had contract negotiations coming up. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to ride out this fucking high so I can ask for more money. I just beat Dennis. You got to- <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so we, I ended up doing our fucking Arnold's and the, the pressure of the Arnold's got to me and I did not look yeah. my best. And I don't think I was really way off, but I was a little off and I ended up in like 10th or some shit. And uh, yeah, I couldn't ask for more money. I got the same contract the following, nah. the following, the following contract you know, is the same it's, amount it's, of money. It's that bullshit. It's, you're only as good as your last show. In. You are shit. only good as your last show. It's totally so, true. Hold on to that last show. <laughs> I think that's why I want to do one more. I'm going to find a show with like nobody in it and win. And then I'm going to walk away and be like, fuck it. I'm out. He'd be like, but where did you come in your last show? I won. <laughs> okay, first. That's Over. fucking hilarious. Um, all right. Well, I'm excited, man. I might come to the show. I want to see how you, how you do. James, you're uh, obviously you're stuck in the UK. You can't do anything. Yeah, yeah, if, I, if I don't go to the O, we should commentate it. Yeah. You want to do that? Yeah, if I'm awake. Well, you're not going to be awake? You're not going to stay up for the Olympia. Are you serious? Oh, mate, I fucking need my sleep, bro. <laughs> are you that – wait a minute. Are you that much of a bodybuilder? You're like, I can't lose my gains. I can't, I'll miss the Olympia. Fuck it. I got to go to sleep. Listen, for Ian, for Ian, I might watch it. But for anyone else, I'm fucking. <laughs> we're, 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 we're all friends here. All right. Well, if you do stay up, I think I'm gonna have to now. I'm gonna have to now because everyone's watching this shit and they're gonna be like, right. James, you're not proper. You're not real. So you don't fucking social bodybuilding. Poor social pressure. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Well, if you do stay up, we should commentate it. That I'd way, love we to. Can, that way people I'd can watch, watch our commentary. Yeah. I think uh, that'd be great. Okay, let's get through some questions. Uh, what are tip? What are some typical? Well, sorry, what are some physical changes to your body that come deep in prep? that you use as a measuring saying, okay, almost there. So what's like a measuring stick you use Ian or James when you're like getting to a show, what do you look at? To- do you want to go first Ian or John? I have a, th- I have a thing with feeling my, like my, the skin on my lower abs. I'm like always like touching my stomach to feel how deep my belly button is. So like okay. the less, the more like flat it gets when I have no yeah. belly button left and it's just flat, like when I can shave my stomach and it's just right over the belly button as if it wasn't there, I'm like, I'm getting fucking peeled now. Right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. What about, what about you, Jim? Mine's when I wipe my ass and I don't even have to spread my cheeks anymore. <laughs> you know, you know when you're like you've lost so much fat I on the said inside. That. <laughs> yeah. It's so true, don't it? I so, said that on a previous podcast when I'm in the shower. Off season, off season, your bums. We had Go this ahead. conversation and Melissa was in the background and she was so amazed I didn't throw her under the bus. So I'm going to do it now, anyways. Go on. When you said that about the butt, the butt thing, Melissa, this would have been 2018. She was like super lean. And Melissa doesn't have like a big ass to begin yeah. with. Yeah. And she was so lean that she, when she would go tanning, she burnt her butthole. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's how little fat there was that she yeah. would like lay and yeah. would be so exposed that yeah. she could burn it right in her butthole. That's got to be pain. Yeah, um, so true though. But James, we had this kind of conversation a few podcasts ago. Yeah. I said one of my indicators when I was taking a shower. Yeah. If How I could, you? if I could get the soap in my crack without trying. Oh, literally, yeah. Just it goes in, just like in there. <laughs> I, I know exactly off that. Season, that's fucking hard though. Off season, man. Like that's, oh. that's task. Like, off season, I got to lift one cheek out. Yeah. And like and then. Right in. Yeah. 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 But yeah. For me, I, quite, but I like that feeling though. Yeah, it is a good feeling. And then once I was done, once I was done this last prep, I'm like, I could tell I was getting fatter because I'm like, oh fuck, 
I'm having a My other one, my other one is when I sit to go to the toilet for if I go to the toilet and I look at the, the depth of the, the line in the side of my thigh. Yeah. Really? Because I get a nice yeah, I get a deep line there. And then that. like as the off season progresses, like you said, yeah. once that line starts to disappear, I get really upset. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, for oh, me, I hold uh, I hold most of my fat in my low back. So once yeah, I can, you, know, you know, when you turn to the side, you can see your lat like tuck into your hip. Yeah. yeah. Once Stop I can, in. once I start to feel that, like, uh, once I can start to see the lat bend, Good. then I'm like, yeah, then I'm like, I don't get in shape. Yeah. Do you, like, I, Yannicka says it to me all the time. Like, I've come in from, like, let's say, because I still do cardio like you do. And, you know, like, when your skin kind of hangs over your belt buckle or your, your waist yeah. a I tiny bit. Yeah. She always says that to me. She always says that's fat. Like, she goes, oh, you're getting fat. Like, and I, I'm like, no, it's just fluid. Like, I, I think it's just fluid. Well, but then you, that's me just in denial. I'm in denial. No, no. I've seen how lean you are. For you, it's fluid. For me, it's fat. I, I actually have, like, a muffin top going on right now. It's, I gotta get... it's, fat when it's, it's fat when you rest your hand on it and it's really cold. Yeah. Is that, this, is that, is that real? Or are you just fucking there's around? There's no blood flow. When it's fat, there's no blood flow to there, is it? It's just fat. It's not muscle. I always felt like if it was thicker, like, you know, if you squeeze like that, you know, when you're shredded, but you still have a yeah, roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, it's like really thin. That's well, if, the, if the skin goes, yeah, like an idea, like the skin goes on skin yeah. rather yeah. than something yeah. in between. Yeah. yeah. When it's fat, though, it's all like clumpy, right? Uh, top five health supplements. Fish oil. Oh, fuck me. Fish oil is a good one. Stragulous. Stragulous. Number one, to be honest. Which one's number one? I would say fish oil for anyone. Like if we're just talking yeah. broad spectrum, anyone that doesn't train or use PEDs, Fish oil is like the number one. Right? Okay, let's narrow so it down. Let, let, let's narrow it down. Let's narrow it down to bodybuilders that use... No, no, no. Let's Five, but let's narrow it down to bodybuilders that use PEDs. Okay, so fish oil is still up there for sure. Yeah. I would say uh, vitamin K2 for your heart. Yeah, like what, well, what I get is I get the K2 D3 blend. Yeah, yeah. That's what I have. Now, now it makes a blend, and I just get that, and that's like covers both. So D3, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I have the same one. And then I will, like James said, a stragglist for kidneys. Yeah. I get, I always I always take all year citrus bergamot. That's like something I always take. That's okay. another great one as well. Yeah. I like yeah. uh, I also like curcumin for inflammation. Yeah, always. That was the next one yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. So that's five right there. Um, Is yeah, there they, 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 they are literally like the top ones. What about yeah, just right what about like just acetylcysteine or tudka or something for a little liver? Yeah, for liver. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Liver. So uh, NAC tudka, and then would you say? I think vitamin C is a good staple, right? Like three to five thousand mil- milligrams yeah. a day. Antioxidants, yeah. Okay, that's, that's a good a really list. Good, that's like, a good listen, list. If anyone that list there is fun. If we if you posted that list and people did that, I think they'd... the only other one I think Don, Dante Trudell, who's a fucking genius and has all the experience in the world in bodybuilding, so I trust him. Is uh, Picogenol? Yeah, I take that. Uh, that goes with your astragalus for kidneys. Does that have another name, or is that the only name for it? I think maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong, but it's P Y C O. Is that how you pronounce well, it? I say it? I don't know if we're both saying yeah. it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I actually don't think I've ever heard that before now. Yeah. Go to Dante. Oh, you. If you look at Dante's page, I'll send you the link to it. I take yeah, it. I appreciate that. Uh, if you guys, yeah, if you guys are out there watching, if you guys want like detailed information from like somebody who actually is involved in bodybuilding and actually has coached bodybuilders and understands like what our bodies go through, follow Dante Trudell. Yeah. yeah. He does not know. And he does his due diligence with like, proper studies and like the look mm. like really looks in depth at these things. I mean, he's yeah. not just glazed yeah. no shit. He's doing his research. But the reason I like Dante is he's not just like just a science guy, right? Yeah. 
Like he, no, he he's, a, he's a good marriage between the two. Yeah, he's been yeah, a bodybuilder. Right. He's coached bodybuilders. He's and he's yeah. very very health conscious. So yeah. anyway, extremely pra- extremely practical. Yeah, so he does the thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, favorite cheat foods: breakfast, lunch, and dinner specifically. You know what I've honestly been fucking, and I'm not like a food craving guy, but like we were saying on the off days, I've been fucking just craving McDonald's breakfast sandwiches. Yeah. Oh God, sausage ones. They're so good. Sausage, egg, and cheese. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite. That's all I, want. I could eat 25 of those right now, I swear. Yeah, you can't beat them. You can't beat them because they're not yeah. filling, so you can have a lot of it and enjoy it. The only one I'll compare it to is a Tim Hortons breakfast sandwich. I, either way, I'm good with that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I won't complain. Give me either one. Why? Tim why Hortons. is that? Why is that your crate? What? What happened? Something triggered it? I don't know. No, I didn't see it anywhere. Or do anything? I mean, oh, okay. maybe actually. Oh, maybe. I mean, we went to Toronto the other week because um, it was nationals supposed to happen, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And we had booked a big Airbnb, so we we're like, "Well, the show's canceled. Let's just go down anyways, and we'll just go train a pier or something." Because mm-hmm. um, we couldn't get a refund on the Airbnb. And obviously, when you're with a bunch of people that aren't dieting, like Melissa's not, and my friend yeah. Julian came with us and stuff. You're yeah. going through Tim Hortons drive-throughs or Starbucks drive-throughs, and like they're eating breakfast sandwiches and stuff. I think that might have been where it originated yeah. from. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that, that, and that was really when we had started to kind of push the food down a little bit um, yeah. and make an initial push. So I think that that combination of like starting to get a little hungry plus sitting in the car with that smell, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just been like it resonating in the back of my mind ever since then. That that's how it always gets me. Something will happen. Yeah. And then that food will be stuck in my head for the rest of my prep. Yeah, it's like yeah, one, like it's the only one that like keeps coming back. Like I'll have momentary. I'm like, ooh, I want Doritos or ooh, I want this or yeah. you know. But they f- fly off into the wind. Yeah, like, three weeks straight. All I've been thinking about is fucking McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, James? That's your. Uh, do you know, it feels like forever ago. I'm kind of finding it really hard to think about what I missed. Yeah, because I'm eating quite a lot of food now, and I've, I'm not really missing anything. The only thing I crave at the minute is. Um, like uh, coffee, like um, but not coffee, normal ones, like the gingerbread lattes and stuff. I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, do you so guys ever like that? Do you guys ever have a cheat meal that you like planned out or you thought was going to be really good and you eat it and you're like that sucked all the time? A lot of times, right? That happens to me all the time. It always sounds like such a good idea, and then I I'm like, how many cheat meals? But in the off season, Melissa's a big foodie, so yeah. she'll like go on Instagram and find these places and find these meals, and she like. It's like over assesses it, you know, or like, I'm just like, yo, fucking old faithful five guys. Give yeah, her. Yeah, it's yeah. never bad. Yeah. She'll find these like fancy burger places downtown. You go and like seven times You're out of 10. Disappointed. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 I find that a lot. I find that a lot. And then it's so weird. Cause then you think I should have just eaten my chicken and rice. Cause at least I don't taste it. hundred percent. hundred percent. You know what's always, you know, it's always what's never, ever, ever failed me. I make a pasta with pasta sauce and meat sauce with a little bit of olive mm-hmm. oil. Yeah. And it's like, it feels like a cheat meal because of the pasta sauce and whatever. And I'm like, yeah. it never, ever, ever lets me down. Yeah. And I'm like, down? what's I that? Boards, bro. <laughs> 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 never. I've never had a bad one in my uh, life. You know what? You got, you got me rich, doing. They could be rich crackers and fucking shitty Walmart cheese. And I'd be happy as a. You got kid. me doing that now. You know that, eh? Oh, that's the good stuff, man. Yeah. But I added, I added in, I added in fruit. Really? Yeah, I like I mean, a little fruit. Yeah, I, I like fruit, fruit with grapes or like. Well, like grapes and cheese are good together. Like if you get like a yeah. if, if you get like an old cheese. Yeah. Yes. With like a grape, oh, it's good. Thinly so sliced good. apples are good. Grapes are good. Yeah. Um, you know, you can do like the like the fruit preserved kind of stuff. I mean, there's lots of things. Ar- Arabs do. Uh, I think it's Spanish cheese and watermelon. Oh. They go together. They go together. Yeah. They go together really well. It's like refreshing because Spanish cheese. Yeah. Spanish cheese is not 
uh, really strong. No, it's very so, mild. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, you got me doing that now. So at the beginning of all my cheats now, I have some cheese and some fucking crackers. And I'm I like, get, fuck. The amount, the amount of fucking charcuterie boards I get tagged in on Instagram. <laughs> and I just queued it up again. So now as I'm getting into the yeah. fucking heavy lifting here, yeah. dieting, it's going to be just getting on my Instagram. Because I didn't realize the rest of the world liked the whole like cheese boards and stuff. Because oh. in England, you, like it's really normal to have that like as a after dinner thing. Yeah. Or uh, like a late evening thing. I didn't really realize. But now, like, obviously, yeah, everyone does it. I don't know about other Arab families, but my fucking family, we always had olives, cheese, like yeah. a little bit of like an aperitif or whatever, like on the table yeah. at all, all times. Every dinner, every breakfast. is well, always- I'm like, I'm like you, James. I come from a very, very British family. Like my mom yeah. didn't even move to Canada until she was in university, right? Mm. Um, so, I mean, that was always, those kind of foods have always been like a staple in my life, like, you know, cheese and crackers, yeah. and stuff, you know, after dinner like that. So that's always been a part of my life. So it's, there's a nostalgia factor coinciding with the taste, you know, let, let me ask so you this. Though. Let me ask you this. How are you with Lunchables? I mean, I could right now, they sound fucking delicious. <laughs> I love- <laughs> in the off season, I don't think I would ever go for a fucking Lunchable. I love Lunchables. These, They're fucking awesome. And these are the, the dairy lean Lunchables. You know, the ones that are like a little square and it has like crackers and cheese. Yeah, cheese. Oh, but it's like processed to fire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I used to eat those like grade four. Yeah. Okay, wait a minute. Look, I don't know if this is because I grew up poor. Like my family didn't have a lot of money growing up. But I crave the shittiest food. Like I like Lunchables. I'm like, it's fucking good. So it's did like, you get Lunchables when you were a kid or was that no, like No, no, that, that was too fancy. We got like bologna sandwiches. We got bologna sandwiches. I was like, can we get the Lunchables? And she's like, no, the whole pack of bologna. You know, you get that pack of bologna. Yeah, yeah. Got like 300 slices of bologna in it. Yeah. She's like, that whole pack of bologna costs as much as that one pack of Lunchables, and it's going to last you sure. 300 days. Yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah. That's how we grew up. So. Economical. My, my, um, I, this was beans on toast for me. Beans on toast. That's yeah. a normal that thing in the UK, though, isn't it? That's yeah, very normal. Very normal yeah. and very cheap. So, you know, when your parents haven't got much money, it's a, it's a, it's a very easy to throw together and then if you want to add a little bit of uh well, i don't know i think you can't react anything to it but beans on toast was always a, a staple always did you staple. guys grow up did you grow up with money james or no no right no no because it was only my mum. so that's right you weren't like yeah it's like a two job house nearly got taken away because of the mortgage like yeah. you couldn't afford it so yeah, it, was, we had, it, was, it was really tight really tight yeah we moved we had i remember growing up in like a, a regular home mm. and then my dad uh got laid off at his job we moved to like government housing yeah, like a fuck. like a like yeah. a little like a little apartment a little townhouse thingy. Yeah, so, man. what about it you? you realize, it makes you feel about sorry. I was just before you. No, no, go ahead. It makes you really. It just makes you appreciate the life that your parents have lived before you. And now that we're men ourselves, like you start to respect those things, don't you? I uh, people. Somebody might get mad at me for saying this, but I feel like when you grow up poor, you 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 have a lot of you're built with a lot of character because you learn. I don't know if it's because you learn to appreciate things or you learn to go through things that other people don't necessarily have to. Like my, my nephews, for example, they have every fucking toy, every iPad, iPhone, every, they both got, a couple of them got cars when they turned 16. I'm like, yeah, that's like, yeah. So I'm like, I don't know if you appreciate things or you're, I you're, think you, you're um, built, you're built the same way when you just, you've, you're handed everything. I think I think there's obviously I feel sometimes I actually feel even more sorry for people like that because yeah. they miss out on some of the things that are more deep. Yeah. 
It didn't know? feel like it didn't feel like it when I was young though, because I was like, oh, of course, I, when you go through it, you're like, no, why is everyone else got it? Mom, fucking hell. Yeah, I had one He-Man figure. Like yeah. my buddy had like every toy you could fucking imagine. I was like, what the fuck, man? Like this fucking life sucks. I would have been kind of yeah. my my parents both always made pretty good money, uh, but my parents got divorced when I was pretty young. Um, so then it went from like you know two income family, you know, to single yeah. with single incomes. So then it was like. You know, I was very middle class when my parents got separated. I mean, it was like, you know, I, I we it was never nights where I was like, oh, what are we? We're not gonna have food on the table. But it was, yeah. you know, like I wasn't like getting cars at sixteen or you yeah, know yeah, getting yeah. you know any toy I wanted. Like I was kind of just in the middle. You know, how was, old were you when your parents got divorced? I didn't know your parents got divorced. Uh, nine. Nine. Did it suck or were you like, this is cool? I get two Christmases. Uh, yeah. At first, I thought it was cool because I got you Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Always looking at the bright side. I mean, well, it's it's very, very different. It's it's interesting too. I mean, I've had this conversation a lot the older I've got. I mean, it's it's very different people's perspective of things because my sister's perspective of my parents' divorce was vastly different than my own. Yeah, you know, she sees it as like a very you know tumultuous turmoil, like you know yeah. bad time where you know I I didn't see it that way, and I don't feel like as a a person it affected me in the same way that it affected her. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, and I I think. You know, it's just affected us very differently. And as I've got older, obviously, you know, it's I've learned more about it, and I've you know I had an appreciation for you know what my parents were going through at the time. But of uh, course, at the time, no, I I didn't. I, you know, at the time being a young kid, it was just like, okay, if that's what you feel you need to do, and cool. And it was for me because my dad, when my parents were married, I lived kind of like out in the boonies. You know, like yeah. I lived on like an acreage property, kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So then when my parents split up, my mom moved into town where my friends lived. So it was like, now I'm in, in Canada, I'm in town. Yeah, like, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I had that benefit, um, you know, being close to my friends. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it's obviously never like a fun time, but it wasn't, a, it wasn't like a super negative time in my life by any stretch. It's funny though, because perspectives do matter because I got three brothers and a sister and my recollection of our childhood is different. Sometimes. Really? Like when we're talking, sometimes they yeah. think I'm, they think I'm crazy. They're like, yeah. I don't like, I don't remember that. And I'm like, yeah. well, that's how it was for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we have these conversations all the time. And my sister's recollection of things is, is completely different than mine, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if it's because I think I had a different understanding of like kind of the scenario that went on with my parents' divorce. So I think I, I had a, a little bit of a different outlook from it. Um, a, a look, an outlook of maybe a little more empathy than she did, um, where she was just kind of like, I think took it as more of like a selfish thing. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that that look is different. Obviously, as we've got older, I mean, it's it's fine. But at the time, it was definitely. And and as we look back at it, our, our perceptions of it are vastly, vastly different. Yeah. I wonder what does that, because you figure, yeah. you figure like facts are facts, right? Yeah. So but I'm like, not. but they're not because she'll remember things and have recollections that I don't even recall. You know, and she'll remember, you know, parents doing this or fighting this, and I'm like, I don't think that ever happened. You know, like. There's, there's such different recollections of things and, and that obviously skews the perspective of the entire scenario differently for people, right? So, mm -hmm. James, do you, have a brother, do you have any siblings? Yeah, I've got a sister who's two years older. And I was going to say maybe age is sometimes a factor because I don't know whether it's a, I don't know if it's so much the gender thing or more the age thing because I think a young mind is so... And like, where I'm younger, I feel like I created a lot of my, my history yeah. like through thought, like yeah. what I think happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, being that little bit younger. So I wonder if my sister knows more of the facts versus what I feel like, yeah, I felt. Right, but in, in, in my case, it's the complete opposite because my sister, yeah. we're, we're pretty close in age. She's 18 months. 
Um, mm. But I think hers is a lot more self-generated where mine is a lot more based off facts. That, that's what I mean, so, yeah. And that's the, that's the same age gap as I have with my sister, roughly. Yeah. It's enough, it's enough divide in time yes. for that to be the case. Yeah. When you say, James, when you say you created your history, do you mean like you created a history that you was more favor, favorable to you? Or what do you, why is it something you created? Um, in a sense that whatever thoughts you kind of have in your head, if you continue to feed them, it becomes truth. It becomes a reality. So yeah. in a sense of like my opinion of my dad, yeah. like if I continuously progress uh, an opinion in time, it becomes stronger and stronger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I spent, I spent years thinking my dad was in the right, even though he left, because yeah. I looked up to him as a man. Yeah. So I was kind of denying truth. You're, you're literally speaking to my exact same scenario, but from the complete opposite side is what yeah. my sister felt with my mom and what I felt with my dad, um, mm. you know, where she had a, a positive uh, or opinion versus one versus the other, but she didn't have the same yeah. back. So it it makes, uh, makes a completely different thing. It's like, you know, one person thinks, oh, this parent could do no wrong and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so it's as you, as you get older, I mean, it obviously changes. But yeah, I mean, you, you completely, once you have that idea in your yeah. head, you develop it over time, over time, over time. It becomes that reality, right? It does. Mm. And like, I almost felt as if, because uh, I didn't look at it for what it is. Like, I'm, look, I'm not looking at it like my mother's here holding on to everything that we have to keep everything going forward to keep us alive. Mm -hmm. I looked at it like, oh, my mom, you've pushed my dad away. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So, that, so my opinion, my, my inner opinion of being a young man, for so many years, I just thought, oh, I feel sorry for my dad. I feel sorry for my yeah. dad. And then you you're, get you're literally saying the exact same scenario, just swap parents for me. Identical. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's funny. I, I can, the cheesiest saying in the world is, I grew up fucking rich with love, but poor as fuck. Mm -hmm. So it's like yeah. my, my family was like, childhood was perfect. Did you grow up in like Mississauga or Hamilton, sorry? No, I grew up in Windsor. Windsor, sorry. So yeah. I was the only one born in Canada. My other siblings were born in Lebanon. My mom and dad came here because my dad needed a welding job. There was a war in the there was a war in Lebanon, so he left. They yeah, came yeah. here, but I had like my mom used to. She was a seamstress. So she used to make all my clothes, and she used yeah. to she used to cook all the food. There was always food. There was always clothing. There was always I always had everything, but I just didn't have all the cool shit that other kids had. And I always had shit lunches. Everybody had really good lunches. <laughs> that's, so that's what I'm saying. It's like uh, th those things that you had are the things that are like what we were discussing earlier. Are those the things that make you the person that you are like a good person. I don't know, you become a good person when you've got those things in your, in your life. Um, and you can, you can miss out on a lot of that. You can miss out on a lot of character when everything's so superficial. Okay. But I, I want to, I want to say something that let's go a little, uh, we're, it's probably going to get too deep, but this podcast gets like that. So whatever. Uh, it does. Uh, <laughs> so in my mind, I think this is what I think to myself all the time. It bothers the fuck out of me. There's two things. One, if I grew up in such a perfect household, perfect, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My perfect, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. I with lots you. of love and siblings and the whole shit. Why do I feel fucked up sometimes? Like I have insecurities and I'm fucking like, I'm overly sensitive sometimes. Or like, you think if you grew up in a perfect household, you'd grow up like well adjusted, like perfect, right? You know, that's not reality though. Yeah, but that's what you would think. You would think like, well, he grew up with a good childhood. So why does he have any issues? Yeah. Right? Yeah, but you're a product of more your environment than just your household. I mean, you have yeah. peers in school, you have friends, yeah. you have you know, people that could create those insecurities at you and while you're growing up in, in your environment at school. Like, I mean, there's so many. But one of the things they always say is like, if you give your child enough love and whatever, make them feel like, then they'll grow up feeling secure and well-adjusted. And I'm like, 
always it, it doesn't always. it doesn't always translate right and then i always think yeah. to myself too my dad for example was the fucking thriftiest guy on earth yeah. like we would go we used to go across the border to detroit to do our grocery shopping because he wanted to make the dollar go as far as he could right yeah yeah, yeah. i fucking spend money like water mm-hmm. and i'm like it's, what it's do you say this because this is my dad grew up with like we're talking poor like my dad grew up with nothing like yeah. northern saskatchewan like his dad worked like on green elevators and like you know, like he had, there was three kids plus two parents. They lived in a house the size of the kitchen I'm in, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, he had nothing and he grew up and he worked hard and he made a ton of money. Yeah. Um, you know, he made really good money in, in his lifetime, but he still lived that way. I mean, even now, like my dad lives in a fancy house and has tons of money and he wears clothes from 1975, you know? And it's mm. like, well, they're perfect. Why would I get new ones? You know? And like, I, I've, I think I've made, I've made this joke on here once, like, when we go hunting and stuff, you know, my dad will have all his hunting equipment that's 40, 50 years old. You know, he hunts with a rifle that his first wife bought him in 1960 and they're in better condition than mine. And I bought it mine in 2018, you know, yeah, yeah. like, and it's, it's all, everything's kept in pristine condition. It's like, if something breaks, he fixes it where like yeah. I come, it's like sometimes something breaks and I fucking I'll buy a new one. You so know? are you saying, so are you saying it's generational or are we just retarded? Uh, I think it's, I think it's a lot of generational. I also think, when you grow up with a parent like that, that can fix and is so thrifty that they've always been able to do it for you. You know, like when I grew up with my dad, if something broke, my dad fixed it. And but then now fix- I've grown up, I don't have my dad that fixes everything. Well, I pay someone to fix it. Okay, I'll, I'll, yeah. give you an, I'll give you an example. My dad raised uh, five children mm-hmm. on like thirty to $40,000 a year. Yeah. I can't take my care of myself for that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Time has changed. I know. Obviously there's inflation, but still it's like, it's like, I just, I'm like, why didn't I learn anything? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's fucking crazy that. Some things you've learned. I mean, like obviously with, you know, your spending and stuff, I mean, you, you've done well for yourself. I mean, no, no, no. I've, I've I've, blown through every penny you've made and done stupid things with it. You're not living on the street with a crack addiction, you know, with the money you had. I mean, there's obviously things that you've done smart with your money. You've started businesses, you've started podcasts, you've invested, you know, into things that can bring you passive income. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that you, I'm sure that you might not think of it, but that in a couple of years or 10, 20 years, you'll be like, well, I learned this from my dad, you know? And the older I get, I see this appreciation I have for my dad. And, you know, as a kid, I fucking hated it because it was like, you know, my pants would rip and my kids, my friends would get new pants. And I'm like, I know my dad can afford to buy me new pants, but he would fucking sew a fucking patch in them. And I'd That's be like, my mom did. fuck you, dad, buy me a new pair of pants. And he'd want to go to Walmart. I'm like, you make $130,000 a year. I don't want fucking pants from Walmart. I want them from athletes world. You know, I want yeah, yeah, echo yeah. pants, you know, like I want cool kid <laughs> pants, you know, but that wasn't the reality when I was with my dad, because he was like, well, you don't need new pants. These pants are fine. We'll fix your pants. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's something that pisses you the fuck off when you're a kid. And then the older you get, it's something you really, really, I think you learn to appreciate. And you also learn to appreciate the hardships that they might've faced more the older you get. And that's, and that's something I appreciate every day. My only, and I have learned a lot from my dad, my work ethic and bodybuilding, my work ethic and business, all of it comes from my dad. But I'm like, why couldn't I learn those few other things? Like I just, yeah, yeah just the money. I think the money thing is funny. I'm not bum bum about it. I'm just like, why is it? Why didn't that translate? You know what I mean? I think it's just as simple as you just can't have it all flawed. You just can't be the perfect man, can yeah, you? I mean, None of us can. Yeah, but you, you're going to be a small flaw. This gets to a generational thing too, because like your dad wasn't growing up in the era of internet and social media, and like yeah. where buying things is at the click of your fingertips on Amazon, yeah. and where yeah. you know like cars are being advertised on fucking TV all the time, and 
you know, like where a buddy with his fucking fancy Corvette is showing it off on Instagram and you're like, Hey, I want one too. Like yeah. it's, it's such a different world. We, we've come it's, up with, with our, in, our environment has a massive of the uh, effect on us. And it's something that as much as we can try to be ourselves, it's always yeah. going to have a certain effect. Like you're, you're my dads would have grown up with, no TV in the house or maybe a fucking AM radio, yeah. you know, yeah, like yeah. you're talking about something where these things aren't at their, in their face. Like my dad grew up where the closest, you know, main store was a few hours away, you know, mm. like it, it was completely yeah. different in terms of your accessibility to, to marketed goods. Right. Yeah. yeah. Do you think James, have you, have you picked anything up or not been able to pick anything up from your mom? Is oh, so much from my mom. I, I think I am pretty much my mom, but I just but is don't it, know. It's something. Is there something that you wish you picked up that you didn't? That's what I want to know. Or are you just like... No, like no, I, no I think I am. Uh, I'm so fucking determined. Like, yeah. and aggre- like aggressively determined. Like, I, I, I pretty much am my mum in, in a different skin. Right? Yeah. I think as I get older as well, it'll be even more apparent. And I think any of my family, like her siblings, when they see how I am and what I do, they probably think of her every time. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty much her, to be fair. I have the mannerisms of my dad, but I have the attitude of my mom. Cool. The one thing I wish I picked up that both my parents have in common is they're the most organized fucking people in the planet. (laughs) And like, look, I'm a very tidy person. I I know where things are, but I'm not necessarily like traditionally organized. Like you go into my mom's house, like she has like archives of things alphabetically ordered. Her spices are ordered by alphabet. You go in her basement, it's boxes that are organized by years. It's like, I could be like, hey, do you have this from, you know, when I was a kid? And she'd be like, yep, yeah, it's in box seven, row four. <laughs> like, and my dad's the same way. So organized. Everything is so accounted for. And like, I fucking lose shit all the time. You know, like I, yeah. that's one thing I really, really wish I'd yeah. picked up is, is that organizational skills like that. Um, that's probably the biggest one for me. Hmm. See, I was, I was quite, I'm quite fortunate because that's kind of what Yannick is like. So yeah. that part. Well, that part Melissa is very much like that as well. And yeah. I think that's, that, that's one thing that I, I, I really like about her is that gives me that feeling of like peace, you know, like yes. it's almost like yes. home, you know, where I feel that, that organization where, you know, she does that on her end. Yeah. Um, it does. It makes, it makes a home. It does make a home. It yeah. makes you so, feel but somewhat. It, but it's um, something I wish I, I, I had that myself, you know, and I, I try to do it. Uh, but I, I can feel that it's like, it's something. It, it's really very difficult. It's very difficult when you're around each other a lot, because why I noticed with, like I said to you guys, when Yannick was away for the last couple of months, I started to become far more functional. And yeah. I loved it. I thought yeah. I'm becoming this really good person. Yeah. She comes home two days later. I'm back to old James. Fuck shit. <laughs> like 100%. awful. I hate it. I was like, what have I done? You're just letting her handle everything. Is that why? Yeah. I'm just like, uh, do you mind opening that letter, reading that, seeing what's what? Like I even said to yeah. her earlier, I was like, I'm getting pissed off with like these FedEx things. I was like, I just need you to be my PA and I'll just pay the bills. Like when they come, just tell me and I'll pay. Cause I don't want to do all the talking. So, but when she wasn't here, when yeah. she wasn't here, I was like, oh, do you know what? I feel like I should go through some things today, be organized. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I became functional, and now I'm just yeah. dysfunctional mess. I like having somebody to write. Like, Summer handles all my taxes. Yeah. I know, but 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 I did. I like that as well. But in the absence of her, I started to like the person I was becoming. So you, feel, you, felt, like, more, you felt more accomplished, like more... You're like capable, a- more accomplished, <laughs> more like I could walk into a meeting with my chin high and be like, yes, I can propose a good idea. Mm. And then now I just feel like I used to shit that's good at lifting weights. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, like almost, the it's, it's like they almost beat you to the punch on it, though. It's like sometimes, like, I'm like, you know, 
especially one thing that I've, I've really got good at that I wasn't, you know, being with Melissa is, is like hanging up my clothes and doing my laundry kind of stuff. Like mm-hmm. I'm not a big laundry doer, but like if the laundry's there, I'll absolutely hang it up. Yeah. But like if it sits there for an hour, she'll hang it up. And I'm like, well, I would have done it just 30 minutes later, you know? Yeah, it's like, yeah. I know I would have done it, but they beat you to the fucking punch of it. And then you feel like, ah, oh, shit, I got to, you know, get my... Yeah. yeah. That was another thing I really enjoyed. Like, even though I didn't hang it well, doing it, I felt like... I feel like I could hum along to my own tune of life. Yeah. Like, do you know, like a scene from a movie where you're just happy. And then now <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing those things. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to fill the gap. Like, I need something yeah. to do. Yeah. Yannick, you need to leave me with something to do. <laughs> I can't believe you guys are complaining about this. This is I know. It's bad, isn't it? Let them do your shit for you. Who cares? It's because we're all 30 plus. That's what happens. You get to that yeah. age. Like, when you're younger, you're like, please do everything for me. I used to, my mom used to do everything. Yeah, so do mine. Like everything, yeah, literally, like summer. Washing, still, you know, I still, I still do all my own shit. Summer just does my, she does my laundry for me. Yeah. So, I got, I got that, I got lucky that way. Uh, okay, back to bodybuilding. What's your feeling on high reps for legs? I like high reps on legs with load, as yeah. long as it's not like. Long. Well. <laughs> Let's assume that any reps we're talking about, because he's saying 15 to 20. So I'm going to assume that he's meaning failing at 15 to 20. Yeah, but I mean, James can put on 455 on squats and do 20 reps of that, you know? So it's like, yeah, it's still very beneficial. I'm all yeah. As you but, know, like you can get strong in many rep ranges. And I, I don't think 15 to 20 is too high. I don't think that's out of, it's not like 50, 60, even though some people like no, that. No, no. I think that's a bit too much. But you know what I mean? Yeah, 15 to 20, as long as the load's well, right. I think there's it's different great. ways of getting to a 15 or 20. Because, I mean, like, you could be doing something like Patrick has us do lots of cluster sets. Like a five I mean, by five. Four sets of five or five yeah. sets of five. I mean, that's 25 reps. But yeah. you're just doing it in a different manner. You know, yeah. we're doing a drop set or a rest pause set. I mean, there's different ways to increase the volume and have the higher reps while still working at the maximum load, right? I'm going yeah, exactly. to mo- I'm gonna give the most simplistic answer. This is, I think, I think this rep range is what it takes to get big legs. What? I don't, I don't think, yeah, I don't think you can have really great legs and be in the six range. No, yeah, not, not, I think, exclusively. not exclusively. No, no, no. You can have, okay, wait, let me rephrase this. So in my leg workouts, I have a little bit of everything, but I always have a high rep movement. So like, for example, my squats might be a six to eighter. I might get up to a weight where I can only do six or eight reps, but yeah. when I sit down on the leg press or the hack squat, I'm always on a 15 to 20. Yeah. That's fair. I think it's fair enough. Because I feel like my legs didn't, my legs literally doubled in size. And I'll give this credit to Eric Fankhauser. He was the one who told me, he's like, are you doing any stuff, any reps, any, any sets at 15 to 20? I said, no. He goes, this whole off season, I want you to do all your leg press, all your hack squats at 15 to 20 and watch the difference and make sure you're failing at 15 to 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you feel like from a joint and, and tendon ligament perspective doing at the higher reps like that? Better or worse? I, I felt fine. I felt fine. The same. I think. I think it felt better because, well, I can't say I felt better ah, because I, I would still do heavy. I, I would still do heavy squats, heavy for me anyway. But like I would still do like at a six to eight rep range in the squats, hmm. and then I would go on the the high volume stuff on the on the machines. Yeah. But I feel like I always found that to be the best order as well. Like yeah, lower reps early on, and we kind of do that as well. Even with like Patrick, but some of the the more extended sets come later in the workout. So. Yeah. I, I always like that. I think once, you, once you've done the loading stuff, you can keep loading if you wish, but I just think there's certain opportunity to get results from higher rep. I agree. I, I feel like you have to have, you have to build the strength so that you can do the heavy high rep stuff. 
Exactly. Yeah. And that's kind of going back yeah. to like what I said with James. It's like, yeah, James could, you know, we could, you could do a, a set of 500 pound squats for 15, but it's like yeah. he had to do those heavy sets to be able to attain that strength to be able to utilize. Hey, exactly. So I guess, I guess if there's somebody watching who's new, right, this would be my advice to you. Take three months and do a strength phase where you do low reps and try and build your strength up as much as possible. Then go to a high vo higher volume phase. But I think you need to build the strength first before you start think, doing the volume. I think I'd probably say, I'd probably listen to, this is where I'd probably suggest listening to someone like Jordan Peters for a little while. Yeah. Because, because, because what, because, because he could still suggest a higher rep range set later in the ex uh, workout, but you'd still yeah. want you to progressively overload it. I so, guess what, I, I, I guess my you, point, you, I guess. Yeah, what, I, I'm just thinking I'd still do the reps, but I would just yeah. want to progress that as well. So no, if no, I was you're doing right. 15, yeah, 15 yeah. with 200 kilo, uh, four weeks down the line, I want to be doing 210, 220 or something, you know? I guess my, own, my only point is that guys shouldn't, if they're new, they should focus more on building strength than working on volume because the volume can come after you've built strength and you'll get more out of the volume when you can do it with heavier weight. And I think, I think a key thing to hit home here is for, for all muscles is that people can't get too married to just a, one singular rep range. That's and I yes, yes. All yeah. the time, like guys will be like, should I train eight to 12 or 12 to 15? It's like, yeah. why one or the other? You know, yeah. I mean, I think there needs to be, you know, an incorporating a, a, a variety of these things and they all have their place and they all have, you know, different uses in bodybuilding because we're not powerlifters and we're also not endurance athletes. We're a bodybuilder and there's, there's going to be exactly. a variety of things you need to attain hypertrophy. So I think that they all have a place and don't get attached so much to just one range you know well correct correct me, correct me if i'm wrong but don't you guys agree that each muscle group performs different. differently at a different rep range yeah. and not even yeah. you can even break it down to each exercise yeah it's exercise because like press yeah shoulder shoulder press like i know this sounds really basic but like laterals for a lot of people a slightly higher rep range seems yeah. to be the one yeah. whereas right. with a press you can drop the rep range down significantly and get the same kind of uh, response and I think so, there's a, simp it's a simple explanation for that. If you're doing 80-pound dumbbells on a lateral raise, you're probably using a lot of traps. You're yeah, probably not yes, going to get as much. It, yeah. yeah, it's ultimately what are you using to do the movement because, it's, 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 yeah, that's all it is. It's like yeah. cheat patterns occurring. You're trying to avoid as many cheat patterns as possible and allow for as much emphasis to be on the, you know, the specific muscle as possible. And that's bodybuilding. It's your relationship between the targeted muscle and the load you're lifting. And the problem is, as a lot of us, at some point, because it just happens, is that we lose a little bit of that relationship in regards to the connection because weight becomes so important. And I've done it. We've all I done think it, it's, but then I you think just it, relearn. You relearn. I think it's okay to a certain extent. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah, of course. Like let's say I'm doing a lateral <laughs> let's say I'm doing a lateral raise with like thirty pound dumbbells, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. can do perfect form and hold the weight and isolate the delt, but I don't think thirty pound dumbbells is gonna give me as much as if I do forty. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying. So there might be there's like a little slack there for like, you know what I'm saying. But I'm, I'm not saying kind of like I'm saying it for people yeah. watching, right? Like, because I don't want people to take what we're saying as gospel. They have to understand that there's a little bit of room for mm. like, your form doesn't have to be like absolute textbook, and it shouldn't be complete shit either. Like, there's yeah, yeah. always a little bit of slack in all of these things. Yeah, that, that's where I really liked for the couple of years, like just the that Jordan's way of doing one set that was slightly loaded versus yeah. slightly backed off set because yeah. for the form that you kind of might lose in that like loading set a little bit you make up for it in the, the back off and then you get the best of both worlds and you just marry the two yeah that's what i always found to be i've been doing i've been doing what i think is jordan's program i haven't actually contacted him so i'm not it's what i've gathered from our podcast yeah and I, 
I kind of, I really like it. I got to tell you, I just, I don't, I don't use it on um, smaller body parts. It's efficient. Like on arms, like, like, like on arms. I don't do that. No, you like volume, you'd like a bit more volume on arms. Stuff, wouldn't you? Yeah. Like a little bit more straight sets on, on arms and stuff like that. But on all the other body parts, I like, I actually really like the system. Um, you got to do, you got to do what you can do well. Like whatever yeah. training allows you to go in there, connect well, lift the weight that's necessary and come out of there feeling achieved. You know? A guy messaged there's me. Ways, there's 10 ways to do it. Guy messaged me yesterday and I, I didn't have a great answer for him, but he, he said, how do, you, how do I get over the fear of lifting heavy? I had and, this question the other and day. I, and I said, I said to him, I said, I don't, I said, I have the same fear, but I forgot. But I, I forgot it's because I'm 40. But I said to him, I said, when I was younger, before I ever had my first injury, I used to welcome that fear. Yeah. Like I used to, I used to like, like if I sat down on the leg press and it was fucking 16 plates aside. Yeah. And I'm like, this is going to, this, I, I would look at it and think this is going to fucking crush me. Yeah. yeah. And then I, and then I would unrack it and do it. <laughs> I'm like, so That's it's to like, do or die, isn't it? it's the fight or flight. Yeah. But I, it's like, I think I say this the most all the time going into heavy sets or when I train with Julian, be like, I'll fucking load up crazy weight. I'm like, yo, I'm fucking terrified. Like this is exciting. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, yeah. But the excitement of that fear. And then when you succeed after the fact, is an extremely gratifying feeling. You know? So, Ian, where do you think the line is then for people listening? Because they're going to think we're fucking insane. Where is the line between I have to give myself a little bit of fear to, to challenge myself, but I don't want to be a fucking retard and blow up my knees? Like, where is that line? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it needs to be a progression. And like, you know, because I've never, I don't go from like one day having never squatted 300 pounds to one day trying 600, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, this is obviously a, a, a progression within your training. Um, and that's going to give you some sense of security. I mean, like James obviously would feel a lot safer going and doing an 800 pound squat than I would be because yeah. he's done 700 pound squats where I haven't done that very commonly, you know, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that, that is what builds that, that feeling in you, right. That safety feeling in you um, a little more than just straight fear. Some fear is good to give that little bit of anxiety in that fight or flight. Um, but if you feel that it's something that is just completely out of your wheelhouse, then yeah, you probably shouldn't be doing it. Right? Yeah. That's what but I actually, you're I actually nervous, but, you're confident, but you're like nervous that it's going to be really, really heavy. That's good. If yeah. you're something like, yo, this is just fucking stupid. I probably shouldn't do this, but let's try it anyways. Well, then you're probably right. You know, I, uh, it's actually one of the things I, one of the main things I learned from Jordan's podcast was I make a lot of use of the two and a half pound plates now. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, honestly do. I, I never did before. You know, it's funny. The whole time I've grown up in my throughout my career, if I couldn't put at least a 10 on, yeah, I'd be like, fuck it. I'm not doing it. This is it. This is good enough. And, yeah. and Jordan's like, if I can put a one pound plate on either side, one more than last time. And I, and I've started doing that now. And I'm like, you know what? It actually does make a lot of sense. And my, actually my strength is going up every week. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of goes to your point, Ian, which is building up to, those crazy weights so you're mm. not as you're not as scared well i mean it goes yeah. for anything like think of like I, I keep doing this because i've been watching a lot of it but like think of a formula one driver they didn't go one day from driving their fucking honda civic to getting in a formula one car you yeah. know they did karting as a kid and then they would have gotten to formula three formula two you know like they worked up in cars that were progressively faster progressively scarier moving yeah. quicker you know like it's a progression and by the time if i was getting a formula one car i'd be fucking terrified i couldn't drive it i'd crash i'd kill myself these guys have got that progression into that. Yeah. So for them, it's a lot less fearful than it is for, for me. And the yeah. same thing goes for James. I mean, if someone's never squatted to 300 pounds, they're like, hey, let's try 600. I think I can do it. 
Well, yeah, obviously there's going to be a lot of fear, but if you've done 300, 400, 500, 550, mm. 575, okay, 600 is scary because it's unfound territory, but it's, it's not as fearful because you're, it's, 20, yeah. it's 25, yeah. it's only 25 pound jump. Yeah, even yeah, if it's, it's, pound jump, it's yeah. still not completely unrealistic. You yeah. know, you're not yeah. going from the Civic to the Formula One car. You're going from the Formula Two car to the Formula One car. Well, know? it's similar. I mean, I'll personalize it. It's like me, me doing, trying to get back to four plates. Yeah. Because ever since my tricep tear, I haven't been able to do four plates. I'm like, I, I do three now and I just have to go back up by fives. Yep. By fives, by yeah. fives, by fives, and eventually I'll get back. So that's you're <laughs> never feeling excessively anxious going from three fifteen to three twenty five to three thirty five yeah. to three forty five. Yeah. You know, by yeah. the time you get to four hundred pounds, you haven't done anything that seems so excessively unrealistic to you that it's it's yeah. super scary. You know. Yep. Yep. James? It's weird because I got this like in my head. I'm just thinking about like when you were all talking about that. I was thinking about like walking into the woods. One day I walk into it twenty yards. The next day I walk into it 25 yards and eventually I can get through the woods. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, no, because the fear I don't is there. So you don't, you don't, don't want like, to get into the forest. Why, you know, can't, like, you don't, why can't you just walk through the forest? Because it's like scary, yeah. unknown territory. I know. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just fucking there's with you. There's ghouls in there. We're talking about uncarded territory. I know, I get yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but I don't know why. I was just like, you two were talking. I could just see myself like the Red Rider walking into a fucking. Hey, pool. Melissa. I need. I got a question for you. Yeah. Put, put these. Put these in order. <laughs> it's not. It's not a guy question, Dory. But you're a foodie, so here we go. McDonald's, tacos, chocolate. Oh wait, why is it balance and tears? I don't, okay, you're just fucking with this. Okay, I was going to say McDonald's, tacos, and chocolate, and I thought there was more food, but they're just fucking with us. So. Oh my god! I have to put that in order. Just go, just go with those three then. Chocolate. Well, let's, let's let's add pizza too. Okay. McDonald's and uh, cheese and cracker boards too. Fuck's sake! <laughs> this is really honest. Oh my god! I'm getting hungry. <laughs> um, chocolate, tacos, charcuterie board, pizza, McDonald's. McDonald's is last. Are you crazy? Fuck McDonald's. She, she doesn't really do McDonald's. And if she does, she gets like junior chickens, like or chicken wraps, you know. Like she's. Like, I, I agree with chocolate though. Chocolate is is number hey, one. James, you love really chocolate, is. eh? Chocolate's last for me. Uh, Chocolate's last for you, Ian? Uh, no, Ugh. it's pretty close between chocolate and pizza. Yeah. You, you know, you oh man, if I if I eat one chocolate, I have to seek the rest. I have to find them all. Yeah. I think the cheese and the chakur. What is it called? Chakuri board. Charcuterie. Charcuterie. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'd probably put McDonald's as one, charcuterie board as two, uh, tacos as three, pizza as four, chocolate as five. Wow, McDonald's at the top, man. I don't know where I put tacos because I haven't had tacos in a long time, but I've been the craving with, them lately. With, the thing with, with McDonald's is there's never a time if I'm like hungry that McDonald's doesn't seem like a good idea. Right? Yeah, That's true. what I'm saying. No, like, if I'm true, hungry, I'm like, true. pizza, uh, it would be good, but McDonald's will always be good. And McDonald's? See? And McDonald's never lets me down. It's always never. delicious. Never. See, we're, we're like that here with KFC. What's that, no. James? We're, we're very much like that here, but with KFC. KFC is yeah. the one that fills the gaps. KFC is yeah. too healthy, though. Healthy? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, remember, I remember reading, listen, I remember reading a Flex magazine article back in the day where they said if you get a KFC chicken breast, but you take off the skin, it's still healthy. It's just chicken? Well, because they just they fried it, but you took the skin off. Yeah, sure. 
So what's wrong with the what's wrong with I mean, the? Meat? I'm sure that oil and stuff soaked in pretty deep into that fucking chicken. I don't but think yeah, so. I don't think saturated. so. Saturated. That's not this how it works, oh man. That's like a fucking marinade. Like that's getting in there, you know. <laughs> that is. That is. And that's I a crime I, anyway. That's that's an absolute crime to do. Wait that. a minute. I don't think that's how fried stuff works. They, yeah, the fries... skin is also the skin of KFC is like the best part too. I would literally take the skin off and just eat the fucking skin. Yeah, I know, I know. Who was it that I used to know that used to eat uh, the skin sandwiches? They used, to eat, they used to eat chicken skin sandwiches. They take all the skins off. Would they fry and make, them? And make a sam- no, they would make a sandwich out of it. Would they just be floppy skin or would they like crisp it up a bit? No, it would just be like they literally take them off the chickens from chicken- KFC. Oh, from KFC, okay. From KFC and put them yeah. in a sandwich. And James, you should try it. Tell me what you think. I, I would, I would. It would be good. That would be good. That'd be like, like if you got a nice white loaf, like a crust, yeah. crusty white loaf, and buttered it, yeah. and then put put the skin in it crispy. <laughs> that would be really good. I'm I'll sure try. Good. I don't think I, have to try. we'll try this sometime. I don't think Patrick's gonna let me hang out with you guys anymore. <laughs> oh, Patrick, I, I I have to be so like I gotta be so careful with what I say online. <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, that's not a question. That's not a question. Thoughts on Kai Green signing with Redcon 1. What does that say about his own line dynamic muscle? I don't know if you can even comment on that, James. I can comment. I can say what I want. Wait, didn't they – question. Didn't Redcon – like, didn't they already kind of own dynamic muscle, though? Well, this is the thing. I, I think Aaron helped – Aaron was, I thought, fun yeah. dynamic muscle. Aaron and him launched it together. And they're kind of subunits of, of Redcon. Yeah, so basically, yeah, well, uh, basically Aaron got Kai for free. Well, he just he well, just enveloped his brand and signed him onto his line. What's the fucking difference? You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. what what happened originally is that they started Red Co- um sorry Dynamic together. Yeah. yeah. Then then Aaron let Kai buy him out. So then Kai actually did own it, and then oh, Kai owned it. Kai. Oh, Kai yes, owned it by himself. He, and now he's basically reabsorbed. And they're gonna. I think they now even introduce some of the products into the Redcon line. So I wait a minute. Are, are they keeping them as dynamic, or are they changing? No, I don't think. Integrity? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. So I don't that, know too much, but I don't think they are. So that brand is just gone. I think it will. The, the products themselves will yeah. become maybe like a, a Kai line. In Redcon. Yeah, you'll get like the Kai line maybe in yeah. Redcon, perhaps. But that's what. But that's what I'm asking. So wait a minute. Yeah. Is it? It's not going to be called Red Dynamic though within no, Redcon. I think it'll be yeah. called Redcon, but then it'll be like a Kai Green Kai series. Kai Green series, my, yeah. I, I would imagine. Yeah, I would imagine. So like flex flex with Yamamoto. Is that a? So what are our thoughts on that? Is it anything? Do we think anything about that? Good for him. Yeah, I'm sure he is. I, I, I'm, I, the nosy man in me would love to know how much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, you know what's funny? I know Kai is extremely popular. Yeah. But I don't know if he's a sales guy. What's that? I don't know if he's a sales guy, though. Well, he yeah, must be. He's such he, a, like, a big fan base. They fucking, they'll eat up anything he pushes, you know? Oh, well, he okay. must be. That's why I, I always wonder. I always wonder. Like, he couldn't have been doing that good if, di- if they absorbed dynamic. Because, I mean, obviously his products weren't selling that crazy, right? Well, no, I don't think they were doing that great. But he uh, must be do- He must be a good salesperson because he, he, all he does is advertise those e-books. Yeah. Like all day long. They sell like crazy. I know, but they're, they're a pound each. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he probably sells a million of them. Yeah. Yes, but that doesn't make you a good salesman. That just means you're putting out something very cheap that's easy to sell. <laughs> that's so, true. like, you, you're a good salesman if your ebook seventeen ninety nine and you sell a million. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So that's why I wonder. That's, that's I guess. I just. I guess. I guess. My question is, what is Kai gonna do for the brand if he's not competing, and a lot of his posts aren't bodybuilding focused? 
I don't know. I imagine he's come back to actually probably get a bit of mentorship from Aaron himself because Aaron's the businessman. So maybe it's like, a, you know, Aaron, you're the guy that knows what to do with business. What should I do? Yeah, and this yeah. was probably the solution. You know yeah. what I mean? Because Aaron is very savvy. He's had a really, when you look at his history with the heroin and everything like that, like the geezer's turned his life around. Did so, you, Did you say heroin? Yeah, yeah. Like he's open about it on stories. Like if you watch his stories, he's like, I didn't he know used that. To be addicted to, yeah, he's really addicted to it. And he's, he, he discusses it and openly says he can turn your life around. Huh. He's a very interesting man. Yeah, very interesting. I, didn't know so, I should have him on the podcast. You should, you should, like, honestly, because I remember having him on uh, R1 back in the day, and he opened up about everything. Mm-hmm. And it's just really good for anybody who's, like, not sure where they're going in their life and have been in dark times. Uh, so, yeah, I think maybe it's a bit of mentorship going on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is an easy answer. Why does my lower back hurt after I squat? Because you're not engaging your core well, and you're putting too much strain into your lower back. Yes. Yeah, I, I just this is a thing I see all the time. So people start to squat and they go like this, and then as they get to the bottom, they do this. Yeah, or they oh, have the, you, uh, the kit dump. Yeah. So if you're leaning, if you're yeah, that's also yeah. a possibility. But if you're leaning, a lot of people Probably. lean. A yeah, lot of people yeah. lean to way too far forward, and then half your squat is your lower back. Then yeah, which I mean, so. in some cases has a place because I know in like proper powerlifting techniques and powerlifting they do it. Yeah. They yeah. do that because yeah. it closes the angle and opens the angle yeah. muscles. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah like if you watch stand squat. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's, that's to do one repetition. Wait a minute, five wanna, repetitions. You know, I want to, I want to show sure. that just so I can uh, give Relates an example. Give an yeah. example because you guys are one hundred percent right that it's totally normal in powerlifting, but Very that's not, yeah. but that's not what we want to do as bodybuilders. We're going to try to activate our quads, not trying to just Your lift quads, weights. Yeah. Yeah, because if you look at Stan, like let's be honest, his quads are not very developed, but he's got a very strong posterior. Chain. Like if you watch uh, Stan squat here, yeah, you see how his body, his body, folds it off. He's his, closing the V. He's closing the V. And yeah. Open. You see how his body. He's using all glute, ham, posterior the, chain, that's, that's lower rectus. That's a lot of fucking weight, though. I mean, yeah. he's, oh, mate, he's very impressive. Very impressive. Like Stan's fucking like fifty years old, man. At he's a real like, geezer. I think he's like fifty-three or some shit. Yeah. I could have. Have you ever watched his um, Rhino rants on YouTube? They're quite good. I have watched a couple actually. I had him on the podcast a while back. He's very intelligent. Yeah, very. Um, But yeah, this is the whole point I'm trying to make. Is this is great for powerlifting? But if you're bodybuilding, you're trying to build your quads. You want as little body lean as possible. Yeah. And for let's let's mention this. You have to bear in mind that this man has trained his lower back to be able to do. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So you know he's he's a very good puller off the floor as well his deadlift is obviously exceptional as well yeah we got to make sure to average shows. yeah we have to make sure that what i'm saying is stan is exactly doing everything he should be doing for power lifting yes yeah but for bodybuilding we have a little bit different uh did you, did you see my squat <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's you know what that's a good example yeah i finally got something so yeah, yeah we, no, like I, the difference between a bodybuilding squat is like literally. I know this is. I'm just using myself as an example here, but this is a bodybuilding squat. We don't have a side it's angle, but perfectly you're... upright. No, no, very little hip hinge there. Yeah. So you guys it. see that? I don't know if about you, James, but when I do this, I always keep my head up and pop, find a spot on the mirror. And when um, I keep, see, when I, I, I actually don't. Really? No, because when a, I, no, for me, when, a perfect squat from a bodybuilding perspective. One second. For for me, when I keep my head, my head keep my head up. It keeps my chest up. So if I turn sideways, what I tend to encourage, this is just my own opinion, yeah. is I just keep a neutral. So I because my bar, yeah, yeah, my bar path is good, so I won't tilt because my hips and uh, my hips, my knees and my ankles have got good flexibility. So therefore, even at the lowest point of the squat, the amount I'm tilting is probably only that. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, okay. So my, my head's neutral. Your yeah. head but it's still not... Your mind is always the same. Yeah. Well, yeah, I yeah, should, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't say I put my head up. I don't mean I do this. I mean, like, where it is now. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> I mean, like, where it is right now is where it stays. Because the reason yeah. I'm saying that is what I noticed is a lot of people when they squat is they'll do this. And it, as their head yeah. drop, as their head drops, their lower back, lower forward, their, yeah. their back yeah, moves yeah. forward, right? Your, so your, I head goes to, your, your spine goes over your head. Your head. Right? What's yeah. that? One of you go. What's that, Ian? I said your eyes will dictate where your body moves a lot, right? So exactly. Your body will follow. So exactly. You know, keeping yeah. a neutral spine and you know a neutral head path is, is the optimal way to keep your body in line like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm just, I'm just happy we got that video up. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> Great one. <laughs> Thank you, Ian. Thank you, sir. Well, this is fucking bullshit. How come I don't get a fucking video? You guys all get your oh, fucking... Pull it up. Where's your squat? Let's see it. All right, let's see my squat here. Okay, let's see it. Well, we've done deadlift squat. We need a bench. I can't bench for shit. I can squat, though. That's on a Smith machine. Go. It doesn't count. I see. It's all right. That's actually, that's, actually, you know what? That's a, that's a good example. If you, have, if you have a lot of trouble bending your back forward when you're squatting, try a Smith machine. It's true. It's true. That, it should encourage more this, knee and uh, hip. This is free weight. Connected. Let's see, right. let's, see let's, let's see if I have shit form or not. I'm feeling it'll be all right. Get out of the way, you bastard. I take a long time to get set up. That's a lot of weight for me. Does this person not know you're filming walking in front of this camera? They don't give room? a fuck. Yeah, see my back is not like, I'm not sure. leaning forward at all. Yeah, but you'll see, it's, yeah, see it's sinking into the hole. It's all, the hips are driving down. Yeah, no, it's good. All right, I got the yeah. approval. You can see the load is all on your legs, glutes. Like it's you're loaded where you should be. You're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not trying to minimize the load to move more weight. Yeah, yeah, and that's what. Yeah, and that's what bending over, bending forward does. Yes, because yeah, you're so, just trying to move the weight through the bar path as easily as possible, which so you're not trying to do. We're gonna leave this up for a little while so that I can create a shirt that said, "Did you keep the spot?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> little, little, little shirt. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, okay. Good. Good lesson for people. That I see that all the time. Um, uh, favorite roids for bulking. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Straight to the point. Bulkers and cutters. Bulkers and cutters. Uh, test. Yeah. Test is my favorite. Yeah, listen. Testosterone is just testosterone. It's just it's great. Test for right. all of them. That is the answer for everything. That's true. It's true. Actually. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Uh, do you guys keep a training journal and do you tr or do you train by feel? I've got like a mental log. Yeah. I know where I'm at. Yeah. I, know, I know where I'm lifting, yeah. I kept a mental log my whole career until Jordan came on my podcast. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. Yeah. So I have a training log now. I've, I've thought yes. about it, but I mean, I, you know, I, I usually remember like, hey, last week I did four plates here. Okay, let's add a little bit. Let's, you know, like I'm good at yeah. remembering yeah. and progressively overloading where I think it's, it's you know what, This is what I find weird about the training log and why I never really adopted one. And even now that I have one, I still, even though I have one, I write everything down. I don't follow it. Like, like the way Jordan does. Cause Jordan, no, no, no. This is what I mean. Like Jordan's training log for my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, James, but it's for him to look back at the previous Monday or whatever it is and go, okay, for chest, I did four Oh five this week. I want to do four ten. Yeah. 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 Jordan's is very, very much one way. Yeah. More. Right. Yeah. So yeah. the point I'm trying to make is what I don't understand about that is there are so many fucking variables to the way you feel on a training day. Uh, that's the that's the thing that Jordan preaches heavily. He's like, you should have no variables. Like Jordan's <laughs> my friend. He's like, you have to make your life like the same day every day. You know, yeah, yeah. 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 That's and that's Jordan's thing. Like he sees if fluctuations occur, 
then you have to correct your variables. But I so just that's mean your, like that's the sale point. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. And that's a very good point because, like, but I'm thinking <laughs> things such as small as like, okay, let's say Monday is my chest day. Monday is the four hundred five day. I got to do four ten today. Yeah. I only slept four hours. Then he would say that's your fucking fault. I know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's what he would do. Four that's literally what he would do. Yeah, that's my point though. It's very tough. It's tough if it's not realistic for you. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. that's why you have to find a training style that suits you. But you have to have a very, I think, to do Jordan's training style and really achieve what he's trying to achieve. And James, like you said, you've done it. You can correct me, but it feels like you have to have a very, very strict, Reg- regimented lifestyle. Yeah, you do, you do. And, and Jordan does. Like, granted, one thing I can praise him for, especially, you know, obviously he's my friend, but he has created, a, you know, a lifestyle that fits exactly that. Well, I mean, because to be able to to be able to constantly increase your weights, you have to control every variable, everything, everything. everything. And he like, does, he does. Yeah. Like he won't even he won't now, eat a gram of rice. Yeah, he won't eat a gram of rice. What over the one week weight. he's supposed to do four ten, and because he, he did four or five last week, and he can't do it. He said he goes into a depression for the whole week. Yeah, he That's does. Like, He'll go mad. I asked him. I literally asked him Ian on the podcast. I said, "What happens if you go in and you don't?" Because he said, <laughs> "He's like I said, I feel like I'm going to war." Right? Yeah. I said, yeah. okay, what happens if you go to war? And you lose. And you don't, yeah. And he goes, I will think about it every day until the next week. Yeah. What, what he would do then, so he would then look at everything he's done that week because he logs everything, so it, whether it be eating, sleeping, training. So he'll look at everything. And if he has done everything to the T and it's still fucked, then he'll take that and say, okay, then the body is now fighting back. I yeah. am due a deload. So yeah. he's always doing something. He's always, do- like, he is very, very methodical in everything he does. Yeah. So, from that situation, he'd probably plant a deload in, in the training and, and focus on that. Yeah, he did say that. He said he does the same – and, Graham, James, please correct me if I'm wrong on any of this. But yeah, of course. He told me he's, he does the same workouts until they stop working. Yes. It'll fade, it'll fade out of movement once he reaches peak of yeah. safety. I have, I have a question, too, and I, I, this is just because I don't know Jordan's training very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can't always be progressing just from a strength. So if we're just talking like adding little bits of plates – you can't eventually incline 600 pounds, 700 pounds, 750 pounds. That's not how it works. There's going to be yeah. a, a ceiling. So where do you go from the ceilings in this training platform? So that's what he does. So then obviously if you can't progress the load, then obviously the minimum of your reps is going to be a six to eight kind of rep range. Yeah. So first, before he's reached the ceiling, the ceiling would be then 10 reps or something silly like that. Yeah. Once that's done, he switches out the movement for something that has a, a similar targeted muscle group in terms of where you're trying to recruit, but it's going to be hard to learn again. So, you know, pulling off the floor will be an RDL for such a long period of time. And then it will become a, like a, I don't know, he might use a machine like the one that you guys have got. So he'll just keep switching things around once he reaches those feelings so that there's always something continuously moving in a direction. He hates things to stall, um, yeah. but he will, he'll, he'll, he'll exhaust it, but he'll take it all the way to his limits. So like chest press, he'll literally take like, barbell press to to his absolute maximum and because he's recorded so much data over the years he kind of knows where's safe for him and where's not so if it's like you know if if it's a case of going in and doing a five plate incline bench he probably won't do it because he knows that personally his joints aren't going to handle it so that's when he'd probably phase it out for like a prime press or something like that so Mm. i don't know he's just he's he's a a fucking smart guy honestly like and it's great he's he's, if, if you could watch like his life condensed into like a video and all the methodical kind of approach to everything he's done you'd be like, man, this guy really thought everything through. Yeah. Um, what's your spirit animal, Ian? Didn't we just answer this question on your fucking podcast, Pete? But you did. 
well, what well, animal would we want to be? Well, same. It's really the same question, isn't it? I mean, what's what the I difference? Say? What'd you well, say? Of course, you? of course. Oh yeah, a of cheetah. Course. I want to be a cheetah. <laughs> You're not a cheetah, dude. Are you yeah, serious? I want to be. That's what I want to be. Yeah, but that's okay. But okay, this is different. But I want to be. I want to be fast. I, I know, but this is. But this isn't the fastest thing on the planet. <laughs> but this is asking, what's your spirit animal? Not what you want it to be. Well, then we're all just going to be fucking like gorillas and beluga whales and fucking elephants. Like what? It, you know what I mean? We're all bodybuilders. We're all the fucking same. Like, but animal. But animals. But animals have a personality too. They're not all just big, okay. Right. So, like, what would be your personality if you were? An animal? says I'm a fucking dog. <laughs> what kind of dog? Like a Frenchie or like a golden retriever, or like a pit bull? I'm a mastiff. Mm. I like, like mastiff. A big, mastiff. slobbery, lazy kind of fucking. Oh, I'm cute. That's why. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't know. What do you think, I James? Like, I feel like I feel like you'd be an owl. Me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. An owl. Be an owl. Yeah. yeah. I would be an owl. Yes. Why? You're even getting the grades in there. You, you kind of got the owl thing going on. I see this. This is okay, good. Wait a minute. What? Explain, James. Well, it's wise. It's a bit, bit wisdom there, isn't it? Yeah, wisdom and knowledge, and you know that's the what goes with an owl. You know. You know, and you're always always looking to learn. Like you always, you know, in bodybuilding, you're the guy that brings forth lots of information from all yeah, different aspects. Of people. You know, you're very inquisitive. You're good at carrying the conversations and asking questions and bringing knowledge and taking knowledge in. Like, yeah, owl for sure. I thought this and was going to. And, and I'm not going to say. And I'm not saying this. I'm not saying you have a beak. Because <laughs> I because I know you're going to fucking say it. You're a fucking point. asshole. Of... <laughs> <laughs> you're you the punch. So you can't say it. Okay, wait. I thought I was going to be upset about it, but now I'm. I think I'm happy. An owl is a fantastic fucking animal. Absolutely. That's, that's a compliment. Not yeah, but everybody wants to be like a fucking, uh, I'm a gorilla or something, cheetah. right? Nobody wants to be a cheetah. Owls are hunters, mate. Owls, when they need to... Yeah, but I know, but when you think, if, if you just ask, okay, if I just asked you what you want to be, you wouldn't say owl. So originally, when you said it, I'm like, that sucks. But when you explained why, I'm like, ah, I kind of like that. I think I'm, trying to think what, I'm trying to think what what do you think you would be, James? James, you're very you're a very specific personality. James is very I'm very. Think, I'm trying to think of something that fits. Think with of that. an think of an, think of an animal. James is a bull. No a bull. Yes, James is no. a bull. Yes, he is. Fucking bull. no. I think his I think his mind is different than that, though. Oh, I, that's I, true. I guess a bull is kind of stupid. There's, like, there's some like weird quirks. <laughs> there's some quirks to James's brain that are not bull like. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. You're right. I haven't got a clue. Honestly, it's blow. I have no idea. So I'm gonna leave that with you boys for another time. Bulls, <laughs> bulls, bulls to me are more like blind rage and aggression. James, James is very focused. James, do you have a temper? Uh, I can do, but I am control. I'm quite a controlled yeah. person. Because yeah. I feel like a bear would be good too. Bear has yeah. more of the right. Because like, yeah. bears, bear, bear, bears are very smart, and very methodical. Yeah. But they can also okay. be but they can also destroy you if they want to. <laughs> if I wish to. Uh, I James, here to like plug in a per perfect animal for See this. James, let me explain something to you. This is how you know I'm a better friend to you than you are to me. The, que <laughs> the question comes up and I tell everybody you're a bear. You told everybody I was a fucking owl. Man, the owl was yeah. the best one here. That's like that's like wisdom and knowledge. That's a compliment. Come on, I'm just I'm just fucking with you guys. This is your inner, I, 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 this is your inner bodybuilder wanting to be a big fucking ferocious. That's animal. true. That's yeah. true. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> the the owl for me is like the epitome of of yeah of like 
is wisdom, isn't it? Is wisdom. I, I like, I like, like it. Zelda, the Ocarina of Time, like owl, you know, like okay. that's like, you know, exactly. I'll yes. I'll yes, take it. Yes. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm happy. Thank you. <laughs> I'm uh, glad. I'm glad. Okay. I got it. I got to go. Would you rather have super speed? Well, we already know what Ian's going to be. Yes. We know what Ian's going to say. <laughs> the answer is yes. Yes. Or, okay, what's my or? Or be the size you are, or have super strength and get even bigger. No, super speed, 100%. Not even a question for me. We're quite strong anyway. There's no need to be stronger, really, in this world. Yeah, no. Don't say that, James. You would, you would take the be bigger and stronger. Of course you no, would. No, because if you have the speed, then you've got two things. Like, yeah. we are strong, so speed would be awesome. We're already in like the ninety nine point nine 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 percentile of strong people, you know. So you're exactly. saying we, you're saying we would just be the same size, but we would just have super speed. Yeah, yeah which would be mad. Yeah, I take pretty, that. Um, yeah, I take imagine that. Seeing, imagine seeing someone that the size of any of us running like Usain Bolt. Yeah. That'd yeah. be a fun yeah. sight to see, you know. That's very I, impressive. I could get an NFL contract. Bro, you exactly. would be like the best NFL player of all time. You yeah. just bulldoze motherfuckers. <laughs> well, you could have an NFL contract, but then you could, if you're that fast, you could just do the hundred meters anyway. Yeah, so we could just do everything. Everything. In the NFL, everything you could be the best bodybuilder and a strong man and a fucking football. You could do it all. Yeah. yeah. Nike would be throwing billions at you. I have a good question. In Pumping Iron, the movie, did you think Lou Ferrigno could have beat Arnold, or do you think they just favored Arnold because he's Arnold? I think if, if Lou Ferrigno got shredded, maybe. Yeah. But he, he didn't get shredded till he competed against Dorian. Yeah. But was Lou Ferrigno in? Was Arnold in better, in that much better condition than he was? A uh, uh, better enough, yeah. He was, yeah. he was marginally better, which was enough. Right. Slightly, and I mean, also, you know, the thing of being a defending champ is worth something, right? I mean, no one's got to knock him out of any. You know, it's like yeah. you can't just like you got to beat them, beat them. It's not just turn up and be a little bit better, yeah. or even the on par, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I think. One second. What is it? Pictures. What is it? Nineteen seventy-five. Uh, that was the one on pumping iron. Yeah. Yeah. I think right. Lou had everything, but you could have pulled him down another few pounds and he would have looked fantastic. All right, let's see what this looks like. This is where we get proved very wrong. All right. Uh, I don't know which one. This is 75. Right. No. Close that. Okay. He looks, he looks younger there. Here. There, right there. The, uh, pretty close conditioning there. there I a, think another picture Arno, there. Arno, Arno's legs look better. Related images left side, yeah. Yeah, he's Arnold's 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 legs look better. Yeah, yeah. It's like no one trained hamstrings back then. Yeah, <laughs> no one did. Eh? It's true, though, isn't it? They probably had like some kind of plate-loaded hamstring curl, and that's like it. You know, look at, look, they did. look at Lou's hamstrings. Look. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're like laughing at a legend. This joke. No, I'm not laughing at it. It's just fun. <laughs> We are. We are. We're laughing at the fact he's smooth. Look, look, I'm not laughing. laughing at the smooth. We're laughing at the smoothness. I'm not laughing. Look, I'm. It's it's, it's I'm smooth. nothing. I'm nothing compared to Lou Ferrigno. I just think it's funny that. I don't know. At, at that time, at that time in bodybuilding, it was not a relevant body part to train. It, was, it obviously was it, wasn't. It? With the hands up, yeah, let's see that. Uh, I think I think Lou Ferrigno has. It looks to me from these little pictures we're looking at, had a thicker upper body, but I think Arnold looked more complete overall. I would agree. If I had yeah. to, if I had yeah, to, yeah, so. yeah. But his legs, his legs look quite chunky there. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he's just not in shape, Jake. This is doesn't look like the same year though. Is it look like the year nah, before? This, this looks like a yeah. This looks like a set before. Yeah, that's huh. earlier. Yeah. He was a big lad though, wasn't he? He was a big gentleman. 
Look at this. Holy fuck. Look how big he looks here. What about the 1992 Olympia? Or, yeah, 92 Olympia. Was it Let's talk about the size of that goddamn trophy. That's fucking six feet <laughs> yeah, How the fuck did you get that home? That's mad. Look at this I one. Look at, look at, this is a good one. This is 75. Yeah, that's good. That's cool. He's that's, a cool man. that's a good one. That's a good shot. He's all right there, man. Dude, his yeah. legs look crazy there, man. Exactly, exactly. This is these pictures are different. Wait a minute. Like this is good. Is that changes everything though? Do we know? Does it say? Uh it says know, doesn't doesn't say. I have to click on it and go to the page. Uh this changes everything. And his hamstrings look good here. I mean, so, better. I, yeah. I, well, I mean they're they're <laughs> they're, propor they're proportionate to the leg. Yeah. There's a line. There's a line now. There wasn't one on the last one. <laughs> He's got the one line. Now you're the now you're the one making fun of a legend. Okay, from the back, oh, yeah, stuff, you can see definitely better with Arnold. Arnold's calves are quite nutty, aren't they? Yeah, he's got some big calves. Yeah. Yeah. But... Are they implants? <laughs> they look like you're there. They do look like you're there. Where do you think guys? What do you think would happen if this exact no, no. physique, but with a different head on, stepped on the stage today? Oh, you could. Kind of, kind of Vomoga. I mean, look at yeah. Callum. Callum didn't look as good as him. Look, you know, look at this later version of Lou, though, in the middle, the very middle. Wait a minute. I just want to say something. This this picture right here. It's good. It's good to see. It is. But honestly, the way things are nowadays, if this guy stepped on a classic stage, they would say his waist is too thick. Oh, big time. They, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. That's why Arnold did like posing from the front, did he? he yeah. Like twist. That's Ian's favorite shot. <laughs> Ian, <laughs> Ian, why do you want to see this? What the fuck's wrong with you? That was next. I want to see one below. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. That, he's a fucking guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a big fella. Yeah, I just remember because he did the 92 Olympias. He's come back, won it? I think, they, I think they, they did him wrong in that movie, though. Yeah. They fucking... It was a very, oh, yeah. a very Arnold favored movie. Yes. Yeah, they made so him say... Yeah, it's what they did in Generation Iron. It's like Phil. Yeah, here's him and Dorian. How Dorian's old is his waist in '92? Was so tight. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, he had some serious. I love, I love Dor Dorian's. My favorite Dorian physique has got to be '92 or '93. Yeah, streamlined, but like really, really. Yeah. I know, I know, he wasn't massive yet and all that shit, but it's just a beautiful physique, and I feel like his legs match his upper, they match his upper body here whereas after in the later years his upper body got so big i mean this picture yeah. i can't stop looking at how pretty fucking Le lebrata is you know? yeah i know yeah. i know yeah lee's very good even his damn face i mean the guy is good looking as shit you know <laughs> yeah, he's got a, got a smile, isn't he? yeah. who's that smile. lou fergno yeah it's pretty good man anyway okay it's quite cool looking back actually isn't it sometimes yeah i don't actually do this that often that's why i'm like yeah, I don't. no same i don't either so it's, it's definitely interesting when i was prepping for that last show i actually went on youtube and i was watching a bunch of old posing routines for some ideas there's some, yeah. fucking, there's some fucking really good routines in the 80s they did some yeah, really did some really cool shit yeah because the music was better uh the music was so better because it was like yeah. original like it wasn't copies of it seemed, like, sounds the same. it seemed like they use a lot of like uh, movie music, like yeah. Chari Chariots of Fire and shit like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Uh, another question is Ian actually training calves every day. Did you say that somewhere? I was, yeah. How did that feel? Did it work? Uh, yes, but I how I'm do I'm doing every second day now, and I do uh, this hundred rep set thing, and it, it, I find that I'm getting a lot more out of. It. I noticed every other day worked really well for me. Yeah, because so I, I, I like every second day. 
and I alternate between a sitting and a standing and I do yep. as many as I, as few sets as I can complete a hundred reps in. I alter, I did the same thing you're doing, except I alternated uh, high volume and low volume. Okay. Yeah. I, I'll throw in some low volume, like some yeah. heavier stuff once in a while. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I'm feeling like they're still really tired from the, the low, like the pump and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'll throw in some of the other stuff, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've really found the hundred rep, like just fucking burn the shit out of them has really been working well. James, I can't think of it right now. Do you, are your calves good or no? I don't remember what they look like. Yeah, My calves are pretty right. I'm getting up. I'm getting up. Let me see. Yeah. Let me see. His legs are still striated. <laughs> yeah, that's, he's got the but that's a favorable angle. Hey! You, have to, you, have to, you have to turn around. Turn around. Turn oh, around. Stop showing your claw. Okay, now let's see. Yeah, they're good. I don't think they match the quads. You don't think so? Hey, my claws are fucking Aaron, Aaron, good, Ian, Ian, Ian. They're pretty big. <laughs> they're, about 20, they're, they're over 20 inches, mate. I'm trying to get Ian to fuck with you, and he's not fucking with you. No, I'm not going to fuck with you that. I can't fuck with them. My calves are way smaller than that. Are you crazy? I'm allowed. I'll be fucking obliterated in the comments. You'll be like, yo, Ian Chirpin, James. No, because they know, they know but, we're but, fucking but, around. But, 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 this, but, but like, my calves respond quite easily. Yeah. I wish I had Ian's arms. That's yeah. what I want. I would love that. If I had your arms, mate, that side door, you just like that. Yeah. <sighs> I'd love that. You know what I always was really I mean. shitty? My arms were always good from the side, but shit when I put them up. You find, yeah? Every fucking... I have so many pictures. What's that? Is it like the peak of your bicep? Or? No, it's the long head of my tricep. Oh. You know how that... Like the, yeah, you know that long head of your... The, the long head? Oh, fuck. Yeah. By the hang. By the hang. So people know this side. This yeah, long... Yeah, this side. here. It's just not developed. I can't get it... I just can't get it to get real thick. So when I put them up, there's no swoop underneath. You don't get yeah, that, yeah. Like, dro that drop. Like, that's that like what Justin, Justin Compton arms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he had that. He had that. Like when he did that, it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that's where most of the mass in my arm is. It's like you look at like something like this. Oh wait, I got this question. This is a good question. I want to see this. Uh, when you like, this, this is like where you see like all the mass of my arm is. Is like, in yeah, the, in the, the, yeah, yeah, the, the long head. head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now I can see it. You see some? Did you, yeah. did you see it some? Did you see? <laughs> Ian's just going to create a whole series of shirts. Yeah. Did you see that? Did, did, you, did you see my line? You yeah. Know? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, when you are taking a shower and you have to pee, do you get out to pee? No. Okay. Good. I didn't know you if I was. Get out James, James, are you I, 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 no, 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 no. It's because I just don't want to get in trouble with the missus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, usually, like if I if I, I before I get into the shower, I'll always attempt to piss. Yeah. And then if I've got to go while I'm in there, I let it go. I'm not going to get back out. Yeah, I don't, you don't need. You don't, you don't need to know what this question was. You'll see when you watch the podcast back. <laughs> Two hours in, you'll watch up to see. I, James, I got in trouble for that too once, but I just ignored her. I'm like, whatever, oh, man. I'm not, you, come on. Yeah, it's like, what are you going to do in it? In the shower too. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get out of the shower all soaking wet. Hey, babe, a girl too? Do you pee in the shower? No, she doesn't. She pees in the shower. No, you don't. Oh my god! <laughs> sure she does. I've no, been no, in the shower that, that with her it But it's different. It's different for girls, though. No, you just fucking piss. Just give her. No, but it's, it's different. Getting watered down. I know, but it's different for chicks. No, it's not. Because it's we have we have, a, we have a dick and it shoots away from us. Yeah. So, the us. Yeah, it's not on us. Yeah, she says she doesn't piss on herself when she pees. 
I, I would ask you like, I'm not gonna. I'm not, I'm not going to ask for any more physiological questions, but that doesn't seem possible. Do I want a, vi- do you want a video? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking I <hell>. do. <laughs> I, know, I know somebody in the, in the comment section is going to ask for that now. Someone will ask for that. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. It's, we'll on, do, it's on our OnlyFans. We'll do, a, we'll do a couple more and we'll get it. Hey, have, have you guys thought of having an OnlyFans? Not for sex. No. What would you do, though? What sort no, of no, because I guess. What, what, I guess what do people do? This is what I heard, and I, I haven't. I just haven't put explained. exclusive content that people pay for. Yeah, you put like art. You put a either some article you've written or a training program or oh, like, okay, yeah, that kind of shit. But I guess people are doing it. Yeah, no, a lot of people use. It. I mean, it actually started as a thing for musicians to like put paid content on. Oh, is that That's what it is? It started. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I, th- I thought it. Sex industry took it over. Yeah. I thought it started for porn. That's no. I no. I, I I had the same um, kind of thought process towards it as you thought. I thought it was just for people yeah. to get a bit so. I wonder yeah. if I wonder if people would like that. I mean, I'd start an OnlyFans if people are going to buy like training articles or yeah. whatever, like training programs. Well, it would almost oh, be easier oh. for you just to have a website then. Like you already have a website, just do it off there. You know? Like, yeah. Would it? But no. But I don't because think you so. You drive the traffic to your website. You can sell merch off the site. You can sell tons of other stuff. It's easier to do it on a website. I know, but if people are already on OnlyFans, who's looking at porn? Now I'm there too. If you're looking for porn, you're not looking for Fuad at the same time. You could be after you blow your load. You're like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll get a training program while I'm on here. You think so? Or, or I need something to bring me back to reality and reduce my. Gotta come back down here. Yeah. Do you know what I was getting asked actually last night? So obviously, I, I, I know Ian used to play a bit of uh, PlayStation. Yeah. So I've just started Twitch, and on there I was getting asked like they were like, "You need to get the boys on here. Like yeah. last lot need to play. They have Twitch. Bodybuilding the bottoms. Twitch." Yeah. I would so, do it. I just I suck. This is yep. what I said. I said. I said. Imagine if we were playing games, it'd be brilliant. That's good. Being sucking, sucking is good for Twitch. Like you don't need to Why? be a good gamer to Twitch because it's not because like it's fun to watch. Because it's, it's just fun to watch. Yeah. It's entertainment. It's just being shitty at things and you getting fucking mad and riled up. It's that would be good for Twitch. Okay. Oh, well, imagine his rea- imagine his reactions to things on like yeah. Warzone. Oh. This would be awesome. Uh, okay. Well, James, you can send me everything I need to buy, and I'll go buy it, oh, and and I'll no do problem. it. Okay. Oh, I just bought myself, myself a Black Friday. I bought myself an 86-inch TV. Fucking big boy. Fucking hell. That's yeah. huge. I got a 70. That's big. You got an 86? Yeah, I got an 86. He's showing you up. I got to buy 87. <laughs> you know. And then we're going to well, put no, it on no, the no. podcast. And I can say, yeah. did you yeah, see sorry, my TV? Yeah. Did you see so my 87 TV? <laughs> so what, what is yours? 86? Yours is 86? 86. 86. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, just making sure you got that inch in there. I was just making sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like... Got it. I couldn't even fit that in my fucking house. Yeah. Did you see Ben's deadlift? He went up three pounds from yours. From mine? No, from 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 James. It's James's fault because Ben watched our podcast with James talking about how he did 722 because Ben did 720. There's two things I'll say here. Ben came back and did 725. (laughs) One thing is Patrick told me off for that set I did. Did he really? He said, you don't need to train like that right now, James. All seriousness. Wow. <laughs> and I, I, no, but I haven't been training like that. It was one set where I was like, you know what? Let's have a little laugh. But, and then Pat, Pat gave me a voice note, and it was like five minutes long. He's like, James. Give you shit. You know, we got, we got to be fresh. We got to be, we got to be fresh for next year, son. Yeah. <laughs> and then on top of that, remember, right now, I'm, I, and I say this, everyone's like, yeah, but James keeps telling everyone how he's on PCT. So, so you know, he's still strong. He's on PCT. Yeah. So everyone's taking a piss out of me because they're like, PCT, James. PCT, James. So imagine, <laughs> when, imagine, imagine when he's on gear again. Like, I'm like, yeah. Like, it makes a difference. It doesn't fucking make a difference if you're eating. It doesn't make a difference. Not really? 
No, not as I mean, my, for my calories. My calories are yeah, yeah. My calories are higher now than they yeah. were six weeks ago. So the food's going to do more than the gear, in my opinion. I, I will say this though, and you you got to tell me this is you got to give you got to give me this. If go, you're go. if you're going to bench four or five, right when you're on benching, benching is very different. Okay, fine. Was say fine. Let's just say fine. Fine. Let's I'm say different. Different. 100% here. No, no, no. I'm not, and I'm not saying you guys are wrong because you guys are way stronger go, than I am. So, go. Uh, let's take deadlift then. Fine, right? Yeah. If you're going to yeah. deadlift 700 pounds and then you're going to deadlift 700 pounds when you're off, would you at least give me that it feels better or feels a little bit smoother when you're on? I, I would, yes. I would, but then again, listen, the biggest thing that matters right there is where was your food up on either yeah. one of those situations? If my food's lower when I'm on than when no, I'm no, off. No, 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 time out, time out then. Let's say everything is the same. Just that oh, if everything's the same when you're on, when you're on. For sure. It's going to feel smoother, right? Because yeah, I know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I know if when I'm on weight, I might still be able to deal do the same weight, but it feels like shit when I'm on. Oh yeah, no, no. Listen, 100. percent So if everything's the same, there's no difference apart from your on cycle or off. When you're on, everything's going to feel better. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, Absolutely. we'll do one. We'll do one more, and I'll let you guys go. Sorry, Ian, I've kept you too long. That's good. Um. This is this is taking up the time I would have been training and all my off day. This is perfect. I figured that this was helping true. you waste some time. So yeah, this is great. <laughs> well, that's what you should do. It should be on the rest day for Ian, is it? To yeah. help him out because he's so close to the show. All right. Well, that's what we'll do then. Yeah. Uh, would you rather piss yourself every time you stand up or shit yourself every time you sit down? Well, I I, I, I pretty much lived the first half. I, <laughs> I was just going to say that. So I do. I do. I know it's bad, isn't it? Uh, but you do. An ordeal, man. Like you gotta clean uh, that. You know, piss is loud. It might dry. You'll just feel stinky. I'd rather piss myself a hundred times, a hundred percent, without even for thinking sure. about it. For sure. I keep, I keep going to the toilet and wearing certain trousers that fold like that. Like I've got my, it's almost like I've got my dick behind the fucking trousers, even though I haven't. And then yeah, I'm yeah. pissing down, and it's going all over the bathroom, and then I'm oh, having to yeah. wipe up after myself. <laughs> yeah, because like you've pissed everywhere. And it's because I'm casual, so I'm not trying to like I'm not watching myself piss. I'm just chilling, and yeah. it's only you... after I realise the trousers are fucked. I thought you said you sit down when you're pissed. No, I don't. That's, I told you that's gay. <laughs> <laughs> we had this conversation. You told me. You told me you sit down when you piss. I only sit down if I don't even sit down and piss when I've got a boner. Yeah, <laughs> this, that's the conversation we were having. We have the boner pissing. Yeah. No, James told me he sits down to piss. No, that's bullshit. That's not me. We're <laughs> trying to put one the bus here. No, we're having a boner conversation. Okay, wait a minute. Do you guys ever sit down to piss other than when you have a boner? For pooing no. and pissing. Huh? What? For pooing and pissing, mate. When I want yeah. poo and piss. But not just piss. Not just piss. If, I get, not, up at, if not... I get up at four in the, in the middle of the night. But yeah, that's... if I get up at four in the morning really? and I get a piss, I'll sit down, yeah. I no. should because I piss all over the floor. Yeah. That's, I think that's part of the reason why. One time in 10 in the middle of the night, I'll sit down. If I'm like really groggy, every other time I'll just stand. Yeah. yeah. I'm, always, I'm always worried about pissing on the floor. That's my problem. So in the middle of the oh, night, yeah, yeah. I usually sit down. Because yeah, I don't even turn the light on and I have to just listen and hope that I can hear water on water. Yeah, you got to if I, if I hear If I hear water hitting anything other than... Um, Fuck, you got to really liquid, Yeah, liquid's not hitting liquid. I know that I'm fucking up. I'm like, oh, yep. shit. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's horrible, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, would you rather lose to the ability to lie or believe everything you're told? That's easy. The ability to lie. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, they both I, lie. I don't like either of them. <laughs> you don't lie anyway, James. No, but you gotta have a little white lie here and there just to protect yourself from yeah. some things out in this mean world. That's, but you also you you also don't want to believe everything you're told. No, 
Never. No, that's 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 ridiculous. You could get really mucked off. Yeah. Who do you think would be rewarded more at today's Olympia if conditioning is 100 percent? A physique like Jay Cutler or a physique like Flex Wheeler? I think that's obvious. Flex Wheeler. I think right? Flex Wheeler. Yeah. Right? No, Flex Wheeler. Conditioning spot on Flex Wheeler. Oh, conditioning spot on Flex Wheeler. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I just things have really swung the other way, right? Yeah, know, yeah, like the... Flex, Wheeler, Flex Wheeler was like 215 pounds. You think that would fly? It depends. Are we talking about 2001 Jay Cutler? Yeah, but 93 best, Flex best Wheeler. Jay Cutler and best in Flex Wheeler. You know? I, I think best Jay Cutler beats best Flex Wheeler. I agree. That's, that's such I a that's yeah. such a that's such a hard statement to make because Flex Wheeler is so like loved. But I think two thousand man two thousand one Jay Cutler is so impressive. It was really, really good. Really, really good. Like one second here. Let's. It's the way they had that. It was like the gloss on that to oh one Olympia. Like the fucking yeah. the sheen. The sheen looks yeah. so good. Such a good look. Yeah. Yeah. I think I love that like look. I th- I know everybody goes on about two thousand nine, but I think two thousand one. Oh no, two thousand one more streamlined. This is, so big. this is my favorite Jay Cutler right here. I don't even want to look at like at this because I got to take progress pictures later. I'm going to be fucking depressed when I take my pictures. No, oh fuck, could have been Jay, but I wasn't. Fuck. Look at this. Look at this. Fuck. It is very good. It's very impressive. You know, like look, I, I, at, look at this. Look at him here. This is fucking crazy, his man. Hand was so perfect. Yeah, it was. What the fuck did That's... they use for tan back then? Like, what the fuck is this? That his isn't he? Uh, I thought he was a Jantana guy. Yeah, but did they use a different? Uh, this isn't just Jantana. This is something else they're doing. Here. Yeah, they're well, like, yeah. this is this is before the show. I don't know if this is in his hotel room. Didn't they it use like, what I know. fucking derma dry or some shit or like I, what? What the fuck was that stuff they had? I don't know. I do think they used to like mix a lot of different yeah. things. Like that but is the that... I've ever seen in my life. Look yeah, at this, I really read that fucking physique, man. It's just mind-boggling. It's pinnacle. That is the that is the absolute best. Yeah, <sighs> I don't know. That is, yeah. It's just Coleman was just uh, alien. That's the only yeah. thing that stopped it. It's just yeah, Coleman's alien. Just literally an alien. Well, yeah. I mean, like, look, yeah. Look at the legs, like the way they, they the shape. That's like that. He's literally just standing, not even sta- staggered, just <laughs> wide apart, hitting a fucking ridiculous stance. I know. Like, how like, much for Coleman has been people, weak. I think people really listening to this don't understand how much goddamn muscle you have to have to make that look good. Oh, yeah, you mean to, like, to, just like to, st- to stand like this? Apart, yeah. Just yeah. In a yeah, to not even have to tilt. Like yeah. You have to have so much goddamn muscle or you look like an idiot, you know? Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. It's, it's right. literally just fucked up, yeah. But then... We did. Flex Wheel, Flex Wheel had a nice yeah. amount of detail in his back. Just wasn't as big. But the detail in the back was really good. Like, then you look at this. Yeah. That's the ninety-three. That's the one. That's the yeah. best. That's the best we leave. You look have. at this, and you're like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, but like, what's what's the glutes are in. Go to the most muscular third row down. Look at look at look at this. Look at this fucking statue. Like, go to go go, go to the most muscular third row. Third row here. Yeah, that's, that's two thousand nine. Right, yeah, that or sorry, nineteen ninety-nine. Like the one that, one to the right of it, the crab I like. Look at this. Yeah, look at the crab. Oosh. This is Oosh. so. This is so deceiving though, because they put these pictures together. Ronnie weighs about two hundred and sixty pounds here. And, yeah, Flex like, and Flex Wheeler weighs like 220 right here. Yeah, Ronnie's like two foot back there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not you can't do that. But the physique itself, that, like this is incredible. Like but I do think there for, the, the gray on the fourth row down, second in. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh. beautiful. But I do think you know what? I don't know, Ian, if you're right. Like I think Jay would really dwarf him in size, but like you don't see this kind of like you don't see guys with this kind of quality nowadays. It's the volume of the arms. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's a vulnerable job. But like they overpower the chest a lot. I don't. I don't know. It's. I. I would have a hard time seeing that beat Jay Cutler. You know. Yeah, Jay's kind of got sides everywhere, hasn't he? I really have to see him next to each other. There's yeah, so much. There's, so much detail. I mean, he could stand next to Dorian. So I mean, like it's it's obviously possible. But I mean, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking, but then Dorian still came out on top, didn't he? He's a monster. Yeah, then, well, that's the argument then. Two thousand and one, Jay Cutler or ninety three, Dorian. That's the big, the big question, isn't it? Because that's really where we're going with this. So, someone put so, this up on their story. Yeah, 93 Dorian versus 2001 Jay. Yeah. This is stretched out, obviously, but this is... I think 93, the, uh, I think 93 Dorian was pretty fucking impressive, man. Yeah. Yeah, especially from the fucking... See, okay, this is, this is what I'll say. So when I, have, when I look at Jay Cutler and I look at Dorian, I see two massive guys with... I don't want to say similar shape, but they're similar kind of bodybuilders. The reason I, the reason I think Flex Wheeler could be Jay possibly is because of the way things are going nowadays. Yeah. Yes, like with with Brandon, Brandon, guys, yeah. yeah. I, see, I see where you're going with it for sure. It's not necessarily because I think that Jay, that Flex is better can, than Jay. Just, just can we look at this again, bottom left there, how fucked up Ronnie Coleman is? Like, just look at that bottom left. Yeah, the comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Like, it's not like, that's 93 it's not normal Warren Yates has one of the most ridiculous back doubles of all time and then there's just this what is that that's why Look I think it's, that's why I think it's hilarious when like non bodybuilding people say Dorian was better than Ronnie or anybody was better than Ronnie I'm like you no guys one was, there's no human that has no. ever been on this planet that could say that, that back double what, what, I'm very interested to see the shot next to the abs of thigh you know where Dorian's arms are down just before he does his front lat spread so down what? one what row? Yeah, bottom row, and then go right, right one more, right one more. Oh, this that is one. this is ninety two. Yeah, I like that. That's I guy I like stole. I, I stole this from him. You know that? He's lacking yeah. belts and stuff back then, but I mean the look is so crisp. Yeah, I, I, it's, I, it's the condition for me. Yeah. You see what he's doing? He's about to get into a front lat spread. I stole this from yeah. him, and I do it when I get into my yeah, front lat spread. Because yeah. I, what I'm noticing, I, I'm noticing actually Dorian's got quite long arms. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Mm. It's yeah, but I just going back to this, like people really need to understand that they witnessed something the like because even what, what the fuck are those glutes, man? That's the craziest like thing. Like Phil, like Phil has won seven Olympias going yeah. for eight. And I don't sorry, I just don't think he compares. No, no, not even close. Like it's just uh, Ronnie Ronnie is a different person. Like a, a different, different breed of animal, yeah. man. It's completely in a whole different stratosphere than any other human. Yeah. Look at this. This what? is dead. That's this is dead on. Insane. Yeah. Monstrous. It's monstrous. The silhouette. If you just saw the silhouette of all bodybuilders of all time that would won the Olympia, Ronnie's would stand out by a mile every time. Look at the look at the difference in the arms. Look at look at the arm yeah, here. Tri the, the tricep hang, the, the peak on the bicep, the yeah. lat flare. The condition. Uh the glue, the hams, the fucking the, the depth of uh, Ronnie Coleman's just that ham line that comes from the glue. Yes, yeah, and, 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 and then I find stuff like this funny because they put Phil. Next to Ronnie, and even even though I think Phil is definitely definitely in the conversation for you know top three great. top top three best bodybuilders of all time, I I still think no, you're Ronnie's not back is wider, more detailed, thicker. No, no, I know, but better his hamstrings, like it's just crazy. No, no, I know, but the point I'm trying to make is when you look at them in 2D, yes, you can compare yes. them, but when you see them in real life, it's, it's not going to be like this. No. Right, oh, mate, if, Ronnie, if Ronnie walked out like on the stage next to Phil, he Phil would probably look like his son. Yeah, yeah, and that's not disrespecting him. That's like, just this is this is, is 
it's not fair to do these photos like this because you're not seeing the depth of the size of the muscle. You're just seeing a 2D photo of what Ronnie looks yeah. like. Yeah. You're not getting to the full. And the funny thing is, even then, Ronnie still looks like he's pissing and winning the by, by a mile. So imagine, like you say, with the actual seeing comparison. That front yeah. relaxed was 98, 99. Yeah, really it is. good. It is. He'd had his arms in the right place back then. Yeah. Yeah. They were not like, fucking inches too high. Yeah. Like his lats are just like just resting his arms on him. Look, look, at, look at look at look at that. Look at the difference of this. Crazy. Yeah. Rolly's a big motherfucker. Like Rolly's the big guy now, you know? I yeah. also I also don't feel like this picture is totally accurate, but I no. do but it wouldn't be very far from this in real life. Uh, especially with the like because Ronnie's quads were so sweepy. Look at look at Dexter next to Ronnie. Yeah. No, and Dexter's look a at, Mr. Olympia. At, it's just insane to me how big he was. That's how, the best Ronnie, that there. Yeah, that's my that's what I think is the best bodybuilder of all time. 98, 99, possibly 2001, Ronnie Coleman. That's the best yeah. bodybuilder of all time. Yeah, 2001 Arnold was very good. Yeah, yeah. But when you say when you say 98 Ronnie, like look at the nobody can say anything because look at the size. His waist is small. Yeah, because the hips were small and the yeah. waist was small. Yeah. 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 And the quads were sweepy, calves were big. Like I know that he had weird calves, but they're still big. Everything, yeah. everything is good. Yeah. 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 Anyway, see that shit again. Cool. I don't know about that. You think we'll never see it again? I don't think so. Not not us because we're not going to live long enough to see it. No. Maybe because bodybuilding is not. I think we could see it again if body. If I don't feel like enough young people want to be fucking huge anymore. Uh, I think. Yeah, okay, I wait, think wait, wait, wait. Let me let me rephrase that. I think because there's men's physique and there's classic guys don't achieve their full potential because they're staying in other classes. Because there's other outlets. Yeah, yeah, size potential. Yeah, 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 like you say. Yeah. I think there will be another Coleman, but it's just going to take like a couple hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's only, only one Coleman's allowed to be born every thousand years. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That craziness, yeah. All right, guys. I'm going to let you guys go do your thing. Right, Ian, uh, are you going to be available next week? Are you... Yeah, I'll, 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 I leave on Thursday, but we can work some out or whatever. We'll figure it out. You leave next Thursday? Yeah. Let's try and plan a goodbye podcast. Wednesday, on maybe Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Okay, guys. All right. All right we'll Talk to you soon. Yeah. Take care, gentlemen. It was a pleasure.